Well, how wrong can the CDC be? Gosh, man, they put a new spin on the definition of being wrong. Wrong is not even a good enough word, a strong enough word to explain how bad the CDC is at what they do. Not kidding. You're going to find out about that when we open the show in just a moment. Uh, Kayla Montoro, first time guest from the Fifth Estate. Come on to the Robert Scott Bell Show to have intellectual engagement. Y'all like that, don't you? I do. We're going to have fun talking about a whole lot of things. Apparently, she also lost her job because she wouldn't get the jab. No jab, no job. Find out uh, what she's doing about it, if anything. Uh, Water wars out west. Homesteading skills. Christopher Key from the vaccine police. Oh, no, we're going to get banned again. Well, the IGF-1 is building them muscles. So if you want to do it, you want to be like RSB. No, you don't want to be like me. Be better. But yeah, the IGF One Plus is awesome stuff. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more today. Tell your friends, gather around. I don't know what you're gathering around. Is it a radio? Is it a campfire? Is it a computer? Wherever you are, <laughs> gather around. Tell your friends. Come on over to robertscabell.com slash listen. Enter the chat room and we'll see you there momentarily as we begin another foray into broadcast healing. The Robert Scott Bell Bell Show. All right, what say we do a show today and uh, let's talk about something I don't want to talk about. Thanks a lot, Super Don. Uh, Really, right out of the gate, we got to talk about the Centers for Disease Creation and Promotion. Is this any way to treat our viewers and our listeners? Are you trying to abuse them? CDC topic? It kind of sounds like you started the show whining. That's what yeah. I'm hearing right now. I, I didn't hear my voice go up. Did it go up? I think it was pretty deep and r- low and growly. You can't whine if your voice goes down deeper and, and growls. That's not whining. <laughs> That's not why. Stop whining. Stop whining. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I am. I just, I mean, I'm so disgusted by this organization, if you can call it that, CDC. Yet the stories, and I'm not really berating you. You know that. Uh, but the stories about the CDC are stunning absolutely stunning that i guess you're right we have to do this and and apologies uh, if anybody feels bruised and battered it is not meant to be an abusive start to the robert scott bell show but if you look at these stories and they are linked up in the show notes thanks to super don at robertscottbell.com and you can check it out you could sign up for the newsletter and see it before we even go to air by texting rsb to 22828 but here we go the c d c now, I, I want the super villain from Die Hard to say it like he said it. What was that guy's name? He played the bad guy? Oh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. When yes. he said the FBI. They should say it like that, the CDC. I mean, really villainous because that organization, granted, I'm not throwing everybody at CDC under the bus as a super villain or even a, a super villain sidekick. But the reality is the organization they work for is honestly – it lies, I, it deceives, yes. it defrauds. You remember that now? FBI, it seems like you glitched and I just heard it late. Sorry. I do. I do. I remember that. So headline from the Defender is reading this. The CDC quietly, shh, shh, quiet, quiet, don't let anybody know, quietly removes the claim that the spike protein doesn't last long in the body after the COVID jab. Did you know this? Did you know that they reversed course on this? They just erased it like, <gasps> we never said that it did or we didn't or we didn't know or we didn't know that was i don't even know what you're talking about it's there's nothing there what about the wayback machine does that still exist do people realize what was on the site and that disappears from the site between july 2021 
And July 23 of 2022, a year and two days difference or so, or just about a year and a month, the CDC made a series of changes to its facts about COVID-19 mRNA vaccines, including adding and then removing a statement assuring the readers of their drivel that the mRNA and spike protein do not last long in the body. And I think this has been an argument we have made. It's like, if you inject synthetic mRNA into your body to alter DNA protein synthesis, tell me, when does it stop happening? Where's the off switch? Was there an analysis of this mRNA technology that says, yeah, we inject it and we have a terminator switch on the injection. <clears throat> after a week, after two weeks, it stops the signaling. The mRNA stops signaling the DNA to produce spike protein. Did that ever happen? I never saw evidence of that happening. And so for them to say, oh, you get the shot. It doesn't last long. At the same time, they're trying to complain. Uh, uh, let's say not complain, trying to state a claim that, well, the immunity is real and long lasting. And then they say, well, we we never said the shot, the jab, the so-called vaccine would prevent you from getting sick. We we never said that it would stop you from transmitting, despite all of the PR Coming from everybody in the mainstream pharmaceutically convicted media, the Biden administration, and on and on out goes to the WHO, the WEF, the FDA, you name it. Oh, yeah, this will stop transmission. Oh, yeah, this will stop you from getting it. And if we just get the shot, you just everybody gets a jab. This could all end tomorrow. Well, in two weeks. All lies. And they try to deny that they ever even said those things. And, and the screen grabs here are, the, uh, are very clear to the point. You could see them in this article. Facts about COVID mRNA vaccines. They cannot give someone COVID-19. mRNA does not use live virus. At co- well, apparently, whatever the symptoms are, they match up pretty darn well. So whether you call it COVID-19 or not, it pretty much is identical. They, they say, well, it never enters the nucleus of the cell, right? Well, what's the point of this thing? Is it not to alter DNA protein synthesis to produce abhorrent spike proteins that your body would never in a million years do? Because it was apparently gain-of-function research. Oh, no, are they still claiming it comes from bat soup at a wet market in China? Any uh, lineage back to uh, uh, Fauci and NIAID and NIH and studies done at the University of, uh, was it, North Carolina, Chapel Hill? I think it goes all the way back there before they exported it to Wuhan and China. So the CDC tells us the mRNA can't give it to us. They don't interact with our DNA and our cells break down the mRNA. All right. Is that true? Well, apparently not. They erased it. The vaccines still can't give you COVID, they say. Really? They still don't interact with our DNA. Really? And the mRNA and spike protein do not last long in the body. A few days, maybe. A few weeks for the spike protein. And where are those tests? validating this and why did they remove this why do they remove this the third thing they keep repeating this it can't give you covid it's not going to interact with your dna but where's the third thing suddenly it's gone all gone the cdc did they even say oops did they announce and alert the media we we don't know when this thing ends we don't know when it stops no they don't do that if you think they're a bunch of buffoons, you'll fall for the next story. CNN was reporting and 
the brain surgeon Sanjay Gupta, who takes Tylenol for the flu, moron, medical moron. I don't care if he's smart and got a brain surgery degree, degree, because he can't use the sense God gave him, or he's paid very handsomely to not see the obvious that all y'all can see, that we can see. And he reports that the CDC is announcing a sweeping reorganization. Why? Why do they need to reorganize? I thought they were like rocks out there, the best ever. Apparently, people are asking questions. They want to change the agency's culture, and they want to restore public trust. Pray tell, how will they do that? Ha! <laughs> yeah. That's going to solve everything. We are committed to changing our culture. What does that even mean? What is the culture at CDC? It's a political organization now. And it, and it really, it wants to be super constitutional as it did during COVID craziness, where they said, hey, if you have a contract for a rental agreement and your renters don't pay rent because of COVID, you can't kick them out. On what constitutional planet does this agency have such authority to do that? Or, or mandate masks be worn despite no scientific evidence that they do anything but clog up your ability to breathe. And maybe worse, capture things in that mask that end up being breathed in that weren't there before and suddenly now you're making things worse for yourself. So let's see what Rochelle Walensky has in mind for changing the culture and getting you back on board with the CDC. 75 years, that should be enough. Let's put it out of our misery, the CDC. She met with senior leadership at the agency, the same senior leadership that led to all of this. Are they changing senior leadership? No. She just laid out her plans. Here are the plans to remake our culture. What are we going to do? We want to make it easier for other parts of the government to work with the CDC. Oh, that's great. Tell me, which part of government, which other part of government do you think is actually capable of doing a good job. Is it the postal service? Are they going to do better at mailing things to you? What, what do they mean by that? We want the agency to move faster in response to a health crisis. We're going to, in fact, they're going to use the mail. We're going to use the email. We're going to be notifying everybody by email. <laughs> I'm, my confidence is restored. The CDC is back. You know, the, the, the funny thing about this is, I mean, you know, they, they want to simplify and streamline the website to get rid of overlapping and contradictory uh, public health guidance. They want to erase the inconvenient They, they want to have a public health action-oriented culture mm -hmm. at the CDC and emphasize accountability, yeah. collaboration, communication, and timeliness. How long has the CDC been around? I mean, did they years. just did, did they just like put it together a year ago or something like that? And they're kind of working takes, out the bugs, you know. It takes some time, it's right? It's reasonable. Wait look. a minute, seventy-five year anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me that for the last seventy-five years, it it's almost like she's implying that for the last seventy-five years that the mm -hmm. CDC has not been focused on things like uh, accountability, mm -hmm. uh, collaboration, communication, mm -hmm. timeline. Don't you think in seventy-five yeah. years they would have figured that out by now? No, no, no. They just need 76. Super Don, you're being This is such a joke. It, it, it's, and, and this is not the first time we've seen one of these three-letter uh, organizations in the, in the country completely no. you know, yeah. create a train wreck and mm -hmm. then go, oh, see, now we're going to have a new, shiny new accountability and, and communication. Yeah. It's a bunch of crap. It's BS. 
-hmm. There's so much bureaucracy and and baloney that's going on in all of these organizations Mm -hmm. that they can't function. They're too top-heavy. There's too many chiefs. You know, that's probably racist, but you know what I'm saying. This is the one thing that you know is going to change everything at CDC. They're going to establish a new equity office to increase diversity. Both in the oh, CDC's workforce. Oh, well then. Diversity. Yeah. You know, that is the whole reason why they couldn't tell uh, what the vaccine was going to do is because there wasn't enough diversity. Diversity, yeah. Clearly. This is, you know what? If they just had more diversity, they would have known that masks didn't work, right? Right. It was just there weren't enough. They would have na- known the group, that, right? You that know? The, uh, the, the jab would have uh, devastated this fertility. Is all, it's all show. Yeah. It's all window dressing. It's all a bunch of baloney. Yeah. Nothing is going to change at the CDC. Zero. Well, here, here after all PR. their screw-ups, Super D, after all their screw-ups, this is what they plan to do. This is what Walensky plans to do. She's going to ask Congress to grant new powers to the CDC. Oh, they need more power. Yeah. Had they only had more power, well, no, then no, no, everything would have been different, right? That's not all. They're going to need more money, too. Oh, money. If you would just give us some more money and more, more power, and more all power. of our problems would be solved. <laughs> the CDC for 75 years couldn't figure it out with the billion-dollar oh. budgets that it's had. And that's going to – again, this is the thing. I'm so sorry we have to they cover sound this. Like a, they yeah. sound like one of those late-night televangelists or something, yeah. right? Yeah. We Send me more money. We, we need more money. We didn't have money for plane tickets or per diem for our staff to go into the mm. field. Honestly, how many people need more money? Raise your hand. Everybody. Well, the CDC screws up year after year after year after year, and they get rewarded with more money and more power? Well, Walensky thinks that's an ideal way to go. That's the lunacy and idiocy of government and people who believe government can solve all their problems rather than be the co-creator or sometimes the isolated creator of most of their problems and most of our problems. The Centers for Disease Creation Promotion should be disbanded, and that's not hate speech. That's a loving thing to put it out of our misery like a Bond villain. But that is they're the villains, the good people of the United States, the ones that are not hashtag woke, but actually awake to the reality of the disaster that the CDC is outside of the toxicologists that they keep hidden in the basement. Don't let them come out often outside of that. They're an organization that basically has become the enabling arm of the globalist who want us to live in fear and separation and anxiety. Of, you know, because of germs that never, never go away. And when it comes to viruses, you are right. We can't see them. They're invisible, but hey, we got special technology and we've got polymerase chain reaction tests and we're still going to rely on them, even though they're completely faulty and are not done right, even if they could be done right. This is the organization that wants more money and more power. And the Biden administration would give it to them. The Democrats in Congress will give it to him. And I, don't, I apologize for playing into the Hegelian dialectic. It's not my intent to do so, but acknowledge where is the criticism coming from, whether it's legitimate or not. I'm not sure on in every case. But at this point in time in our history, at least the Republicans are seeing through this nonsense. A lot of them, not all of them. The CDC needs to be disbanded, defunded, as does the FDA. And we can go on and on and on. Otherwise, uncoupled from them yourselves and make yourself less vulnerable to their supposed powers, unconstitutional as they are. What is the fifth estate? What is the fifth estate? I, I think if I remember correctly, the fifth estate was always considered the media. Now, I could be completely wrong on this because I'm out of my mind about the CDC right now. So I'm not thinking clearly. So we need someone to help me think clearly this hour. Bring me back to the planet Earth. Ground me, we the people. 
doing that or attempting to do that, Kayla Montoro from the Fifth Estate. Kayla, welcome Hi. to Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's great to have you on board. I I, I need some like uh, intellectual uh, uh, gravity to pull me down from my emotional state and the frenzy with which I open <laughs> the disgust I have for the CDC and their demands for more power and more money. That'll solve it after 75 years, clearly. I don't know if I could help you with that because I'm just as, you know, <laughs> filled yeah, with okay. angst as you are. All right, so. all right. But, but as we first learn about you, you may have been victimized, if I use that word maybe loosely, by CDC policies that extended out to other, let's say, companies, corporations, particularly in healthcare, that said, you can't work here unless you get jabbed with experimental emergency use authorization, mRNA technology injections. And you said, what? Definitely give me mm -hmm. more or no, no, thank you. And then give me some insight. No, and I actually took it a step further because I declined the testing requirements as well for being unvaccinated because it was discriminatory. And it, as we could see now, as you were explaining in your monologue, mm -hmm. you know, the vaccine doesn't stop transmission. And we all knew that. My company knew that because there were those that were vaccinated that were getting sick and they weren't required to be tested. And it wasn't fair for yeah. me to do so because their vaccinated sickness was not transmissible. No, what? what? it was completely safe, which they admit now, of course, yes, they can get, get it and transmit it. So what were you doing? You pointed this out to the company you work for and they said, of course, well, come right back to work. We are sorry. No, no, <laughs> they um, so I pointed out all of my questions and concerned concerns in a very neat letter that's actually found on my website under resources. Mm -hmm. And I outlined all of my, you know, hesitancy about the vaccine and also about the testing. And what they did was they didn't answer one of my questions or my concerns. The only answer I received from them was because we have to or because we're being told so. And it's because, in essence, they didn't explain that to me, but I could assume the company is being funded primarily from Medicare and Medicaid. So if they don't go along with CMS, which is Center for Medicare Services, if they don't go along with their requirements, then they lose all of their funding and their business is no longer exists. Well, that's ridiculous. The federal government would never tie onerous rules and regulations to free gifts that they give to hospitals that participate in Medicare and Medicaid. That's ridiculous. Kayla, what kind of fantasy world is this we're talking about? I mean, I, again, I, I point out the absurdity of this because that is the way it's played and has been for a long time. It's just now become a lot more obvious to a lot more people because of the COVID insanity. And maybe some will wake up before they are terminated because of the injection to say we were wrong. But I don't see many of them calling you up, Kayla, and say, Kayla, we were sorry about that because you were right. And uh, we shouldn't have, uh, you know, we should have allowed for an exemption of some kind. And uh, I, I'm not holding my breath for that. And I'm wondering if that at all has happened. Is it something you can now go back and maybe sue them and say you were wrongfully terminated because you wouldn't get a jab that clearly doesn't work? I mean, it's definitely something I'm working on. I'm unfortunately a one-man band because when I reached out to lawyers in the area, they either, one, didn't know anything 
anything compared to what I knew about all of the emergency use authorization and all of that stuff, mm -hmm. or they didn't want to take the case on mm. probably because they're scared. They don't want the publicity. I Kayla, don't know, but I got to, I got to ask you, what is it in your background long before this that brought you to this point to be able to see clearly through this, despite all the fear mongering and the power plays and the intimidation and peer pressure, how is it that you were able to withstand that? Is there something in your past that we should know about that said, you know, this is what happened to me growing up that I was like, I saw through that immediately, or I was not going to be bullied in this situation. You know, there were a lot of things in my past that have formed me into the person I am today to recognize the authority and the fear mongering. I mean, for one, I, you know, had a few things that have happened when I was younger that um, taught me that authority is to not be blindly trusted. And the other is I went to school for journalism and I'd like to say it was at a time where I was taught real journalism and the journalism, I, I can't even call it today, but mm -hmm. the media, the news media that is going on today is not journalism. They just go off of, like you said, fear and um, newsworthy content and clickbait. And it's nothing compared to anything in the past. And that has helped me recognize and just see clearly. And like you said, it was it didn't just happen. Mm -hmm. It's been going on for years. And COVID has just completely highlighted it and, you know, magnified all of the things that are wrong with not only government, but also our news media. And mm -hmm. you did bring up before the fifth estate, which is the name of my website. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have to correct you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I knew it because like I said, I was out, out of my mind in the opening. I'm like, I think I know what the fifth estate is, but I think I might not. <laughs> so the, so the, the news media, the the, yes, the news media right. has been long known as the fourth estate. And it's been known to keep our branches in check. So, you know, they're supposed to be reporting. They're supposed to be asking these difficult questions. And what have what they have become over the years is just a megaphone. Mm -hmm. They've become a megaphone for the government and for these other organizations that may, may or may not fund them or keep them afloat. But so the reason I named my website The Fifth Estate is mm -hmm. I believe that there this is the time for a new movement. Yeah, and the correction. Move, yes, and yeah, we like need... The, it's like the fifth element. Remember yeah. that movie? You're like the <laughs> yeah. fifth element, the fifth estate. You're like, you're there, you're ready, and you're going to defend all the planet Earth from this evil. Uh, I know exactly. you don't, don't, don't have delusions of grandeur, but I, I Kayla, I appreciate what you're doing and the re all the reasons you're doing it. And, and this fifth estate website, as you call yourself that, that one man band uh, or however you say, we're a lean, mean fighting machine here with me and super Don and, uh, and our buddy Kevin helps out and everybody out there that's helping us out. We're greatly appreciative of all of that. So what is it that you are attempting to accomplish with this fifth estate? It's called fifthestate.info, fifthestate.info. And we have it linked up in the show notes, of course, here at robertscatbell.com today. For those of you listening or watching live, it's the 17th of August, 2022 or later by podcast. And uh, you got right right up at the front. We the people, Article 1, you got that written you know, at the front as if you, you think that the uh, First Amendment might mean something and the Constitution might have something to say. 
Absolutely. Our founding fathers, I mean, back in the day, they were, I'm 31, they weren't, they were around my age, or maybe even younger than me. And they were going against the big bad king of England. And, you know, we need people like that today to protect these freedoms. And that's what they were doing back then. And why were they risking their lives? Why were they risking their families, their jobs mm -hmm. for this First Amendment and just everything that we have today? It's so important. And that's what the Fifth Estate is. I hope to be a part of this new movement of grassroots journalists mm -hmm. that are funded by we the people. They're not funded by anything but we the people. And it's really time for us to stand up and to start supporting these organizations. I mean, not a plug for myself, but also all of these other journalists that are going out and doing the same. They're becoming independent. They're making their own news sources and their own blogs. And I just hope that people realize this and they go out and they support all of these other grassroots journalists. You also have a podcast called Torch of Truth. And uh, this is something that you're, are you doing an interview based uh, format? Are you doing basically covering the news in your own inimitable way where you're actually critically thinking about these issues and pointing out different sides of these uh, ideas that are being presented? Uh, what is happening on your podcast? Yes. Yeah, so our podcast was just recently launched this year. And my focus for the podcast was my first three episodes, I told my story of what happened during the pandemic. So you could tune in and see what happened to me and all of the stuff that happened to me in my past also that, you know, helped me make the decisions that I made today. And after that, I want to use it as a platform for other people to tell their stories mm -hmm. for those that can't tell their stories on mainstream media and it gives them this source to be able to get that information out there to the people that is rightfully theirs i i do think that we need more not less or not fewer uh people like yourself speaking out because you never know what voice or what combination of words in the sequence that only you can put out is going to be the thing that resonates for someone that transforms them, that empowers them, that helps them see through dece deceptions and lies and things like that. You know, when people say, oh, there's too many channels of nothing. Yeah. When it comes to mainstream news type sources, but still not enough, even though there are hundreds, arguably thousands and more podcast sites and others popping up everywhere. And I'm excited and applauding it because we need every voice that's available and, and has the capacity to speak or write to speak their truth or to speak what they're observing and then help others to do the same or better. And in that way, again, we have each a unique perspective on this planet. No, no two people are like, if we were exactly alike, there'd be no reason to have one or the other of us. That's something we don't understand. That's the uniqueness of each of us. So I'm not of the mindset that's like, Oh man, there's going to be more. There's going to be too many. No, there's never going to be enough people that are observing, witnessing, communicating what they're seeing, providing a perspective. We don't have to agree or disagree on all or anything. It's not, that's not the point. The point is it's not coming through the filters of those who are trying to control the narrative as we've seen. So the fourth estate becomes the fifth estate. I like that a lot. And thanks. I wasn't good at math. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, on, on the, uh, the jab issue, 
have you seen personally people that have been injured by it and now acknowledge it or have been injured and they don't really think it's having anything to do with the jab that they've gotten? You know, I haven't had many personal stories to that. Um, when I was working, there were a lot of anecdotal stories that I heard that, of course, people would not connect to the jab. It would be, you know, some of my coworkers, for example, getting shingles or just immediately being ill and couldn't even come into work for a couple of days, immediately them, them immediately having the injection. And the rhetoric at the time, it was just like, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong with this jab. There's nothing that could happen to you. So it was stuff like that. And, you know, I have seen people who have had strokes and stuff like that as well, but it was never directly related and they never talked about it. But you, you know, clearly what we're seeing is highly unusual in our time frame you you look like you're much younger than i am but you've seen some stuff in your lifetime i believe and you have seen that we are lied to consistently by what's called the mainstream media or the legacy media or the press so to speak you know and they try to say well you are you're not the press or me i'm not the press because i'm not you know pulling a paycheck from one of their you know conglomerates that are owning much of the planet and all the, the thought forms on it i think that you begin to witness things that you don't want to witness. And for some, they live in a state or states of cognitive dissonance because it's too painful to acknowledge with, whether it's because of their own ego and arrogance or other reasons that we, they've been deceived. You know, I, look, I, I look back on my history. It's like, boy, was I deceived about a lot of things. And I took that on as a challenge to say, all right, let me find out not just this one narrow area where I found I was deceived about medicine and healing, that I began to search other areas and I found out in every area of our life, government, medicine, politics, economics, lies and deceptions layered over lies and deceptions. It's almost as if maybe it's by design. We are supposed to live in an era of illusion or delusion until we're able to be strong enough, practiced enough, disciplined enough to see through it. The ability to use our critical thinking skills, uh, I think a gift that we have, but it's one we can also ignore if we allow others to do the thinking for us and say, well, I don't need to research this because, hey, guess what? Walensky and the CDC told me what to believe. Fauci told me what to believe. It's like, this is not a very good way to survive a long life, a long, happy, healthy life. That is so true. And I totally agree with you. It was it almost felt like something out of the Truman show when I had that first process as well. It's like, there's one thing and then there's another thing and it just almost feels overwhelming. And what we have to acknowledge is that knowledge is power. And when we give knowledge over to these government agencies and we don't take the time to learn for ourselves, what can keep us healthy or how we can grow plants outside on our own to sustain ourselves and how we could be self-sustainable in this world. That is us giving up our power to another source. And that's what they want. Once you do that, then you are just, you're a slave to them. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that word slavery, slave. And I, and I say this is important because Really, the enslavement happens when they got your mind. 
right? They program you to believe certain things that are clearly not true as uh, evidenced by the evidence. You know, what we've been seeing with the COVID craziness, the insanity of their proclamations, not validated by any sound scientific, uh, say, practice or principle. And they just say, accept it or else we will ostracize you. We will demonize you. We will isolate you, threaten you with imprisonment. You know, I've got a, a guest coming up on Sunday's broadcast from Australia. We're going to go through a lot more of the depths of how horrendous it was and maybe still is in Australia, a Western style democracy. But they don't have the right, for instance, to keep and bear arms. They've got little to no defense against tyrannical government there based on what? The fear of germs, where we have become so ignorant as a people in the Western world because we've been programmed to fear the invisible and not acknowledge, even though we do know we have more bacteria in our gut than we have cells in our body, that if the germ theory were accurate as a predictor of disease or an actual cause of disease, there'd be no explanation for any of us being alive, much less not always having an infection that required permanent antibiotics via IV. So there's so many layers of absurdity, but we've kind of compartmentalized information and knowledge and said, okay, we're going to give all of the, uh, the stuff related to health and healing over to a, a class of people that learn how to poison us with synthetic patented pharmaceuticals. And that's a good thing. That'll, they'll get the monopoly on that. If anybody tries to compete and comes and says, hey, there's a natural substance and hey, you're actually poisoning people and making them worse. You're actually causing more death. And you're like, oh, we will, we will have the full force of government media and medical complex to bear down on them. And that's been something I've witnessed and, and, and been speaking about for years. And then in the era of COVID crazy two, two and a half years now, even the doctor said, my Robert, you were right. I never saw it before. Now everybody is seeing it. Now, not everybody's rebelling against it. Many are trying to be the enforcers even now of this information that says you can't possibly know what you say, you know, except now they're having to do it to medical doctors and PhD scientists, researchers who are saying the things I've been saying for a long time, finally. It's so true. And what's funny, I don't know if funny is the right word, but it's just very weird that coming out of this, the people that I've met, the other people in the healthcare industry that have gone through essentially the same thing I have, they refused the vaccination and they were fired as a result of it. They have been drawn to the natural health world and they've almost had the same path as I have. And that's where I found myself too, by chance. It wasn't anything to do with anyone else i just naturally found myself there and that's why i went back to school i'm currently obtaining my masters in clinical herbal medicine oh, because awesome. of yeah because of what i saw in the healthcare industry the short mm -hmm. time i was there and i was just naturally drawn to it it's just it's strange how that happens but i found my other colleagues have done the same mm. Well, that is the drive to do better, right? When you know better, you must do better. And you're not shirking that responsibility that you feel that you have. And uh, again, I, I'm really pleased to connect with you here and glad to share your story of what this is stimulating you to do. And if you're one of many that are doing this, the future is going to be different. It's not going to be the prison that they want us to live in. As much as they attempt and think that they have the power to do it, you're standing in their way and I'm not sing singling you out, but it's just an example of the many people we get to feature on this show 
that are not going along with the narrative. They're not going down without a fight. And they're saying, look, I'm going to learn to do better because now I know better. It's obvious now. I sort of thought I knew, and now I really know. And now I'm going for it. And, and with that, I want to do a, a quick shout out to our friends at Trinity School of Natural Health. If you don't know about Trinity, they're an amazing resource, family owned for many, many years, generations now, and they're doing incredible work to get people from health coach all the way to certified natural health professionals and all the way in between iridology, herbalism, homeopathy, you name it. And we need more folks learning this because the doctors are, they've not been trained in this. And, I, and I'm saying this to you, doctors and nurses out there that have been trained in allopathic medicine. You will be well served by learning the things you did not learn in Flexner Report limited medical training to go out beyond that training and recognize that we suffer from nutrient deficiencies. We suffer from toxicological burdens. We do not suffer from drug deficiencies, FDA approved or not. And look to trinityschool.org, trinityschool.org. Also join us at the Health Freedom Expo that's happening on the 15th and 16th of October, Tinley Park Convention Center outside of Chicago. I'd love for you. To, to join us there, anybody who wants to, Super Don, you got that website up. You go to trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com and you can sign up, be part of it the 15th and 16th of October. And it's a great time to reunite or gain new friends and almost tribe or family members, if you will, people that really respect, even if we don't all agree on things, that's not what I'm talking about, but respect perspectives that are not necessarily identical to our own and appreciate that we have them. Because it makes us all better to do that and to engage intellectually like we're doing. I think now, now that we have grounded from my, emo my rank emotionalism to open the show, to have some intellectual discussion. Also, heads up, y'all in Phoenix, Mesa, Arizona. I'm heading there tomorrow. We got the Autism One Conference coming up. And uh, shout out to uh, all of the crew putting that together, uh, especially Terry Aranga. Uh, and we lost Ed Aranga, her husband, some months ago, and we're going to honor him on Thursday, especially. And then I'm going to be lecturing, speaking on copper as well. And there'll be a lot of other great doctors and PhD researchers and parents helping each other out in this realm of autism, autism spectrum disorders as well. So that's coming up. Uh, I also want to say thank you to our friends at Orange Guard, orangeguard.com. For those of you who recognize that that toxicological burden is real, creating neurological deficit and damage. Moving away from the pesticide model, you can still address the pests without harming your, your dogs and cats and your friends and your kids. And this is Orange Guard. OrangeGuard.com. You can pick it up at your local Ace Hardware store as well. A non-toxic pest management solution. I only wish it would help us to get rid of the FDA and CDC faster. All right, Kayla. What else do you want to share with the audience here now that we're connected and feel sort of comfortable around each other. I don't, I'm not as intimidated as I was when you first opened up the microphone. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so happy you brought up the Flexner report, by the way, more mm -hmm. people need to know about that and where quote unquote Western medicine came from. And, mm -hmm. you know, I really want to tell people we need to revert back to the Jackson era where we helped people's medicine that's what we call herbalism people's medicine because you can grow it yourself you can learn about it yourself and you can make it yourself mm -hmm. so we need to do that we need to celebrate personal autonomy and personal responsibility to your own health uh amen to that i mean not much more you could say it seems to be something that's so common sense it's like why didn't we why didn't we always do that why don't we always have that and say that, believe that. Well, we have to stray sometimes from our ideals to recognize that they are important and they are valuable and they are a better way to go about life with those ideals. And by abandoning them, we learn once again 
because we don't learn enough apparently from reading history. So we have to repeat it that, you know, tyranny is not a better way to live than freedom. Freedom is a far superior place. And yeah, people get hurt in freedom, but a lot more people get hurt in tyranny. And usually those are the people who believe in freedom that are wholesale slaughtered or the innocents that are not protected in tyranny, but in freedom have an opportunity to learn things through freedom of speech. My gosh, a fourth now fifth estate that actually holds the feet to the fire of those government boneheads who would try to deceive us because they do by definition. Once they get power hungry, they never get satiated. And uh, the old absolute power corrupts, you know, it. absolute power corrupts. Absolutely, actually. And that's what we're witnessing now with the CDC asking for more power and more money. And then we'll be we'll be good. I promise. That's the only reason we went bad. We didn't have enough power and enough money. Don't you know? That's how it works. It's so funny how it works, isn't it? <laughs> just history, like you said, it just it just has to repeat itself, I guess, to get it, you know, ingrained in our DNA for the future generation to hopefully remember what we went through and and just hold on to that freedom because it's so very important. I would rather live five years free than 30 years as a slave. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, I, I just want to know where you're going next with the fifth estate. Is that something that people can write for? Because I've seen things happening like Substack, which is really exciting. A lot of uh, writers are going to Substack doing well. And, you know, I don't have a lot of the solutions on all of these things. I like all, that a lot of them are being attempted and tried. We'll see the ones that work. They'll work because I believe in a free market. The best ideas really manifest and, and, and have a life of their own. And uh, perhaps what you're doing is something that other writers can tap into as well. I would love that. If anyone out there is interested in writing for us, I would love to have the help because I can only research and write so much. So I would love to have anyone else that's interested in writing for us. Um, we do have, although I did say I was a one-man band with my whole lawsuit situation, I have to say, as a part of Torch of Truth, I do have a small group with me and I have a co-host named Bits that I want to shout out because she's been such a wonderful friend and a support during everything that I've gone through throughout the past two years. And then our audio engineer as well, he helps us create our podcasts and they write amazing music. So our music is one of a kind as well. And it's just a beautiful thing how it comes together. And I want to thank them. Very cool. Super Don, you got anything more on this? I mean, you're a media guy. You monitor the media all of the time. And I, and I know that despite your belief in the CDC, we can still find a way to work together from this moment forward. Super D, I think it'll be okay. I, I'm, I'm tolerant. I am. <laughs> okay. I thought you were like, are we going to like, the silent treatment Sing kumbaya now. around the campfire with the CDC. No, you're supposed to you're supposed to protest too much that you don't believe in the CDC, and click oh. your heels together three times. I think it's a joke. I, I you That's know whether true. we're talking the CDC, or the FDA, or the FTC, or the way. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Pick three letters and put them together, yeah. and and you know they all have a rap sheet. You know, mm -hmm. for oh, you know for as long as they've been in existence. Yeah. And then they get on TV and say, we don't understand why people don't trust us. Well, it's because you're liars. <laughs> and you've done it so many times. And, and the people that pay right. attention know it. Yeah. You know, the, the rest of the, the country that has a, a, a case of uh, Alzheimer's disease, it? or they forget, you know, these, mm -hmm. you know, a few years go by yeah. and they suddenly they, they forget all the, the scandal and the lies and stuff that happened just a few yeah. years ago. 
you know, it's the reason I, why there's people like us and other people, you know, like Kayla and other people yeah. that are in the in the new media that are here to remind people, hey, don't yeah, forget I, who these guys really are. I just don't want people to look at Rochelle Walensky and go, well, since you put it like that, of course we got to give you more money and more power. I, I just don't want that to happen. Yeah, she has she has a good uh, PR agent, you know, that wrote all that stuff for her. This is what you need to say. Yeah, you know, culture and diversity and accountability and transparency. Can we and, get Walensky yeah. on the show, or can Kayla interview Walensky? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? I would love to. I'm Seriously. sure she'll answer my email. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. Oh, they don't want to talk about any of this stuff. Oh, no, absolutely not. Beyond their uh, scripted narrative, they can't mm -hmm. talk outside of that. Hey, maybe you can help us, too. Uh, you know, one of the questions we're going to ask the audience today, um, apparently uh, the uh, WHO is is struggling with the, uh, the, the I guess, the, the, the disease name monkeypox. And they think it's racist or something because monkeys, of course, are it's all stigmatizing. They say <laughs> monkeys are all racially it's divisive. stigmatizing yeah. because, you know, one, one of the um, the names of one of one of the um, um, strains, I guess you would call it or something like that. It was mm -hmm. called uh, like Congo Basin. Yeah. Um, monkey pox. And another one was West African. And, and you know, so, so they're trying to come up with other names because they think that if it's called monkey pox that mm. a that that's racist because people have used the word monkey as a racist term for african-americans yeah. um so they're saying that because it's called monkey pox it's racist now the only that my, my my answer to that is the only person that would think that's racist is a racist you know i mean nobody else is gonna go oh oh my yeah, gosh monkey what, what are we gonna you know it's like we were talking about before we have to change monkey bars yeah. Monkey wrenches, you know, a, a monkey business. You can't say monkey business anymore. You know, that's racist. So anyway, yeah, the, the World Health Organization wants to um, mm. ask the public for some advice on what we could call the monkey pox instead, uh, of, instead, monkey pox. Of, instead of monkey pox. So I thought our audience is filled with intelligent and sometimes very humorous people. What would be another a good name? I mean, there's got to no. be some good ones out there. It's funny because you, reminded, you mm. reminded me of a story we covered few years ago where yeah. it was uh the, they they came out with a, a submarine like one of those those uh submarines you know that goes and searches stuff rescue search and rescue and, right. and explore stuff yeah. and they asked the public could you please come out with a name no no was this... that the submarine or is that the uh, the ship the little boat maybe it was a ship and i think the ship it had was a, a boat submarine too long because with... this one made yeah. me laugh out loud i was you're like, right it was a it boat out. it was like so... what do you want to call this new boat and they voted on it and the winning Entry was Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. And it won. It won. It, it won. Great. Now, <laughs> ultimately, McBoatface. and I think this is where I got confused. Ultimately, they yeah. chose not to use that. Yeah. That and they give it some other boring name. Yeah. But they then, uh, I think they, the, the submarine that was associated with the boat, they named that uh, Bodie, Bodie McBoatface. McBoatface. Yeah. yeah. So I want a name as good as Bodie McBoatface for monkeypox. If it's going to pass muster here, we've got to come up with something that's good. <laughs> So, I'm so we're going to put that out there to our listeners uh, by, by the end of the show. Come up with what do you think would be a good alternative name for the monkeypox? Yeah. And we'll we'll see wh which one is, is Kayla, the best at the uh, end do, of the show. Do you have one that just comes to mind? Something okay. highly offensive? Highly offensive. I was going to say, let's call it sheeppox. Let's see who follows. Ooh, I, I, I do like, like that. I got to write like that, that down. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, I'm going to that's pox. a leading candidate for the new name, the sheeppox, because. Well, I don't know if the sheeple will be offended, but if they are, who, who cares? 
I'm oh, sorry. Well. <laughs> I'm so careless. I'm without care. I, yeah, you know me. No compassion, Robert. If they just follow, they won't even. They won't even know. They can't be offended. They don't know anything. True. They're not. They're not going with us. That's very no. true. So we'll take a look at some of those things. Uh, uh, there are some names already coming out that we cannot repeat on the air. I see. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, not, nothing see benign these. like a monkey McMonk face, because that would be upsetting to monks. Uh, we don't Ooh. want that. Right? Oh, boy. Am I able to see this? Uh, it's in the chat room at robertscapital.com. <laughs> it's a family show. Come on. I want to know these answers. Very, yeah. Go, go right on over to robertscapbell.com slash listen and type in initials in and you're in. You don't even have to uh, reveal Boy, who you are. We got some joke, some jokesters in we, the, of course, I knew the we chat would. room here. Yes. And, and I, I have think, to do that. I think we will have to reveal some of them in the, the latter part of the show when the kids go to bed. Uh, there are very funny, funny <laughs> names coming out already. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Oh, right. Hey, Kev, do you have anything to take a picture of and send it? No, not related to the monkeypox. Something else. Let me know if something arrived that you would take a picture of for everybody. Uh, but that's just a question I have. So, uh, Kayla, I know we're getting silly here. I, we have to because there's so much so much serious absurdity to not laugh from time to time or more often than not is depressing. And I don't want to depress anybody. I don't want to be depressed. And, you know, we look at these things and we just have to take it to the lighter side as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a Bible verse. I don't know which one it is, but maybe you do where mm. you just, you laugh at the future and we need to have some laughter. We need to have something lighthearted mm -hmm. to take us through this because it is so serious at times. Mm -hmm. Chapter Bodie McBoatface. Lesson 12. <laughs> there we go. It's in there. I don't know where it is. Chapter Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> I have it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's okay. We can find it later. I've, actually, someone in our audience mm -hmm. would know that as well. Uh, so if you're uh, chiming in, uh, whether, whether you're on the uh, social medias, places that haven't banned us yet, or whether you're at our website, uh, we're, we're looking, we're, we're, uh, we're uh, how do we say, compounding these names. And your name of sheepox is, is a pretty good one, too. I do like that. Or sheeplepox, maybe a, a derivation of that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just wide open now. At this point, I'm chilling out. I've been stressed today because I'm working on getting out of town tomorrow. I have Jonathan Emord already set up. We've got our uh, tomorrow's broadcast. It's a great discussion on censorship, uh, particularly mm -hmm. on how the violations of the First Amendment didn't just start during COVID. In fact, there's been a long history in America of abandoning the First Amendment when it comes to speaking out about substances that would violate the edicts and not principles, but commandments of the Flexner Report of 1910 in medical school education and the medical monopoly. And that's been going on such a long time. I used to bring it up and people would go, what are you talking about? We have freedom of speech. That would never happen. It's like it happens every day. But now doctors and scientists found out I was telling the truth. And they just weren't paying attention. That is so true. I'm so happy you're spreading the word on that because a lot of people just don't know. They don't They don't know our history, especially the history of the American Medical Association and how it was brought into existence um, through Rockefeller and Carnegie money. So mm -hmm. um, it's important for those people to know that. And you know, as my grandfather once said, I don't want to reveal too much information because I want you to research it yourself because that's how you learn. So mm -hmm. if anyone out there is listening, please research it yourself and learn about where and how this came into existence. 
Yeah, we have biblical scholars in the audience. So uh, uh, Super Don just pasted it for me. I don't claim that I know this. I'm not a biblical scholar, but I appreciate it. But it says Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and laughs at the days to come. Is that what you were thinking of? That's it. That's by exactly way, it. Thank by you. the way, let me, let me correct the record here. Yes, go ahead. I looked that up myself. Oh, Super Don did that. Ah. You mean he actually, he took the, it took to heart what you were saying. It's like, I'm not going to tell you everything. Google yeah. is an amazing thing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You mean it didn't you know, like ban you for looking for, up a biblical verse? It's only a matter of time. <laughs> Just info. I know. Anyway. Yeah, nicely done. There you Super go. Don. Well done, well done. Yeah, I'm trying to host a show here. I can't do everything. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's here for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, I'm excited about the Autism One Conference, not because, you know, the, the seeing the witnessing the brutality of children that have been injured and now young adults as those have been old enough to, to survive the initial stages. But uh, it really is a gut wrenching thing to see what these parents have been through are going through. And maybe there are new parents that have uh, not c connected to the community of those who have suffered already and fi find ways to navigate that and help others. Right. And so uh, I'm serious. If you want to join me, everybody, Phoenix, Mesa, Arizona, I just checked the weather reports again. It's going to be in the 80s and 90s, which is astonishing for Phoenix area in, in August. So it's actually going to be quite pleasant uh, for the uh, Autism One Conference coming up uh, the 18th through the 20th, I think, or 21st. So we're going to be there Thursday through Sunday coming up uh, as we go to that. Do you have any events, uh, Kayla, that you're going to be speaking at or attending? No, not right now. We are looking at releasing a few more episodes in our first season of our podcast. So okay. if you want any updates, sub subscribe to our website or follow us on social media channels that I'm sure you're posting under your episode, correct? Yeah, well, we have certainly the links in our uh, in our uh, show notes for today's broadcast. And, and anybody that listens to this will hear as we've talked about fifthestate.info which is your website linked up at robertscatbell.com. Uh, your, uh, your podcast called the torch of ouch. I mean, truth, the torch of truth. <laughs> ouch. It's true. Ow. Ow. <laughs> so truth and labeling, right? A little bandaid on that, but we'll get you yeah. through it. We'll get you through it. And, and I it's love okay. your laugh. I mean, do you get to giggle a little bit on your uh, podcast at all? Any funny happening there? Oh yeah. I'm known for my laugh. <laughs> good. Oh, good. <laughs> yep. Growing up, I was always, it was always pointed out by, you know, my best friend and her parents. It's, mm. it's a, it's just something that I'm known for. All right. Oh, uh, I see your latest episode. It's Erica McCoy RN dirty nurse tells all is that clickbait dirty nurse. That sounds like, Ooh, what is that? What is that? No, mean? actually those are what the COVID nurses were called. They dirty were called nurse. dirty nurses. So yep, it's a play on words there. And before the, before the jab, they were the dirty nurses because they were working without the pretend jab. Exactly. And mm -hmm. Erica is awesome. I hope if you listen to any episode, you listen to hers because she is just, she's an amazing person, has an amazing heart. She was actually fired for not wearing a mask. So she took it a step further. She was fired back in August of 2021 mm -hmm. before the jabs even came out. And her story is remarkable. And she is also, she's in the state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. She filed her own lawsuit against her company. It was the second largest hospital system in Indiana. And she also filed a criminal complaint against the state. 
So that all of that information is going to be in our next episode that we are releasing. Mm-hmm. And the episode after that, we're doing three parts to her story because it's so important. Her last part of her story, she's going to be talking about homesteading and how she got into that. And cool. um, yeah, it's very well, we've cool. Got, we've got a story about prepping and doing things that uh, always are, are of interest now more than ever before. And so I appreciate that and all the best for your success and outreach. And if we can do anything here, we'll let us know, uh, stay in touch. And um, you're a, a, a wonderful voice with a great laugh. And uh, we you. need all the laughter and upliftment we can get. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your audience for listening to me. I um, only oh, we had you. We had you. We had you muted out the entire time. No one heard a word you said. But other than that, it was Perfect. great. No, we didn't. Of course not. That's just, I, I ha- you see where I am today because of the CDC opening. I had this is what you put up with me on a great. I day, know right? you're just you're in left yeah. field. Totally, totally. Thank you, Kayla. Gra- grateful to meet you, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll see you again and talk again soon. Absolutely, I'd be happy to come back on. All right, Kayla Montoro, and of course the website fifthestate.info. Uh, great people doing great things. And despite all the naysayers, it's like all these things that happen really show you who you are and has revealed to us. Many of the people we thought were on board with freedom and medical freedom, and we're not afraid of germs. And suddenly they went right to the jab, right to the fear, right to the mask, all of that. Uh, we're here to help them when they're ready, but I'm not going to beat them up to join us. That's not my role or goal. And I don't know that you want to waste your efforts and energy there. Uh, When we come back from this brief educational pause of the Robert Scott Bell show, it's right now a man. Oh, pause because it's only men here. We just lost Kayla. Kayla's well, she's, she, she might hang out and watch, but uh, raw masculinity to kind of balance out all the femininity we had in the first hour, which was awesome. Uh, Christopher key is scheduled to join us. We're going to talk about the IGF one. And by the way, it's not just for men, this IGF one women too. You want to build muscle, have tone, right? This is the thing that can help uh, the deer velvet antler, deer antler velvet, they should say, IGF one plus and keys to life.shop, a uh, discount code bell, buy one, get one free. We'll talk more about that and see how my muscles are going. Super Don doesn't like it when I do that, but Hey, you know, we got it. We got to go with the things that are supportive of our good health, <laughs> trying to be a good living example for that. So thank y'all for being here. A lot more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell show. Please share the show with your friends. If you'd like to be part of our patron supporter, uh, supporter group. We do our AMA once a month and we'll tell you when that's coming up as well via zoom. We get to see one another, share stories, ask and answer questions. It's a lot of fun. Uh, thanks again for being here. Remember the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Yeah, you do a nice deed for someone and then they kick you uh, as, a, as a thanks. <laughs> I, sent, I sent Super Don. Do you see the picture in the chat room? Uh, in our chat room? Um, I, Let I me have, go over there here. I hadn't seen it recently. Let's. See I guess here. it's an ongoing musical feud because, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time is, is Yes, of course. And yes. we, we know KT. He, I told him to listen to Roundabout, and it's been an ongoing thing. He just doesn't get it or like it. I don't know. It's like, who doesn't like Roundabout? I like he doesn't. 
So I was like, all right, what band do you like? Because he sent me this great Yes shirt. He says, REO Speedwagon. So I was digging around, finding, finally found one. That I thought, oh, this will be cool. So I sent it to him. Oh, there it is. All right. Uh, there it is. He got the REO Speedwagon t-shirt, which is awesome, which would be nice enough just to say thanks. But then he says something about uh, every REO oh, Speedwagon song. Oh, snarky about it? What yeah, even say? the worst REO Speedwagon song is better than Roundabout. I'm like, really? Uh-huh. Really? Did I deserve that? <laughs> I just... It's, Dude, um, you know what? But, I like, you know, I, I, I don't mind Yes. They had mm-hmm. a few um, um, songs that were popular you, that I remember yeah. listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, but REO Speedwagon, I was a big fan of. Yeah, I like REO Speedwagon. I, yeah, I don't guess on REO Speedwagon. They had, some, they had some good stuff. One of my favorites to crank up as loud as the, the, the car stereo would go. And you remember back in the day when you would invest ridiculous sums of money, although it was a lot less by Federal Reserve note standards back in the day to get a you know a cassette a high level high end cassette player. Do you remember those days? Oh yeah, the dual cassette player you could like copy tapes on and stuff I'm like that. I'm talking about in the car. The high end stuff where you oh, put oh, in, yeah. you put in well, yeah, it was either it was either Pioneer or Alpine. Alpine was Alpine was, was, was a big name. Do you know the yeah. big name? What was the kind that came in BMWs? You remember that name? No. Blaupunkt. They were oh, like yeah. they like yeah. had the and I I saved up. In fact, I connected to, I mean, this. Now we're going back into car stereo <laughs> stories here. I cannot help myself. Car stereos were, were right? cool. That was a project. And yeah. Yeah. Remember, my first car was a 69 Chevelle. Right. And it was an SS, although it didn't have the 396 at that point. By the time I got it, it had been replaced with a 327. Uh, Which but, is still a good motor. Yeah, it was still a great motor. Had yeah. a lot of horsepower in it. Had, had glass packs on them, so it, it sounded great. But, it, you know, the stereos back then were AM stereos. And so I saved up and, you know, my mom worked in the convention and trade show industry. And so I kind of kind of could meet some people they had in Atlanta at the time. I think the National Association of Music Merchants, different electronic shows would come through. And I made a connection to somebody that was a dealer in those car stereos. So I was able to buy a Blaupunk wholesale, mm. wholesale. Now, if my memory serves correct, it was like 277 bucks. It's weird that I remember that number and I could be wrong. But yeah. back then, 277 bucks was a lot to save up for. But I was like, I was committed. I was going to have the, you know, I was a Jewish redneck. I needed a loud stereo. And I remember I bought. So what like, kind of speakers did you have? Uh, they were six by nine somethings with heavy magnets. And I, I installed them in the back, you know, behind the, the, the rear seat. Did you have the, the separate deck. woofers and the tweeters? Or was it a coaxial that had the tweeter built into the six by nine? If I remember correctly, it was just the six by nines. And then we had okay. the smaller speakers up front. Right. Okay. I didn't have one of those, uh, subwoofers. You didn't have any woofers. Huh? I didn't have a subwoofer, but it was great sound. It was great fun. And we would make our own mix tapes with the music oh, yeah. that we'd get from vinyl and play it and record it onto the, or the dual cassette kind of thing. Did but you I, ever record songs off the radio and you'd be just sitting there waiting I, for the, yeah, song I, I did, but yeah. I got past that. I, that's the boom, the days of boom boxes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Dude, I and, remember, because back then, mm-hmm. during what what year would you say this was? It had to be early 80s, mid-80s. Yeah. So, like, yeah. around 83, 84. Yeah. Yeah. We had the boom boxes there, but we were doing the breakdancing thing. So, we had, the, it was a whole whole different thing. You, know, Perdon, you, you, were, have, you, were, you were breakdancing, really? Yeah, I was. I did. Whoa. I did. It Dude, was, well, no okay, it wasn't, because if we're going to get technical, the break dancers were the guys who were on the ground spinning around and all that stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. was the guy standing up, 
doing the robot and the, and the, the waves <laughs> and the stuff and all that kind uh, of stuff. So I would pay to see that if there's on I, VCR, if you got VHS on that. Uh, that. You know, but fortunately, back in the 80s, it was very hard to get evidence of stuff. That's true. Like we there is today. Very so. fortunate that they didn't have all the yeah. capabilities so, of recording anyway. our lives back then. But yeah, those so, were the days, right? Yeah, no, there were. I mean, I, I like uh, replaced the back deck and, uh, you know, I, I, I drilled out the holes and put that. It was like long before there were car shows. We tried to figure stuff out. And yeah, yeah crazy times back then. But then again. You remember when they came out with a pullout stereo so you could pull oh, them yeah. out so you could carry them with you? Right. Or yeah. then they went to the faceplate ones where you'd pull the faceplate off. Mm-hmm. And it would make it so the stereo wouldn't work, and that would keep people from. Yeah. I had a stereo. Guy, I, I, did you ever have one stolen out of your car? I did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a thing, too, unfortunately. Yep. Actually, you know what I had stolen? I don't think it was a stereo. In fact, I now remember it was one of those uh, radar detectors. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the Escort radar detector? Escort? That was the Escort, big Escort, I remember. The, the, the Cobra was the one. Cobra. That, that, so yeah. the Escort was advertised in every magazine around the world. 245 bucks. You know, it was like mm-hmm. the high-end one. I remember that number, too. Is that, is so that the one that would detect radar but would also jam radar? No, I don't think it jammed it. It was a detector. Okay. And it was right. X and K band. And here right. we're showing our age talking about stuff I didn't plan on. But this is like... <laughs> it's funny I haven't talked about this stuff forever, so... Because Kayla Kayla found our first-hour guest, Kayla Montoro. She found the chat room. And I apologize, Kayla, for all the listeners in there because they, they're going to let you have it. No, they're going to welcome you, you know, with open arms. But I was telling her I'm not good with numbers, and look what I'm doing. I'm remembering numbers from my youth now. This is kind of weird. How did that happen? And so I had that, but eventually that was stolen. That was stolen from my car. In fact, I left it unlocked, and so it wasn't a break-in. It was just like they opened the door, pulled it out, apparently, and that was that uh, for radar detection. Uh, But those were the days back when 55 miles an hour in Sammy Hagar, you know, we all felt it. I can't Mm. drive 55. That was insane. So, uh, yeah. Good stuff. But, But anyway... Mario Speedwagon. So, oh, I was going to tell you, this is where it came from. The song that I cranked up just about the loudest, Mario Speed, Speedwagon. Do you know which song it was? Um, and I just crank it up right at the beginning. Roll with the changes? Mm, no. No? Mm, uh, take it on the run? Come on. Oh. Uh, uh, opening? Oh, you know that opening? Uh, the storm. The Riding song. the storm out. Riding the oh. storm out. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah and then the... they get. Dun, dun, oh, yeah. No, good one. Yeah. yeah totally. Absolutely. I would lose my hearing on that song. So absolutely. just to show you, I'm not all about only yes. Although my wife is annoyed with me sometimes because, you know, on Pandora, <laughs> you can play in the car right now with your phones and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I keep listening to yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sick of that. Do you ever she's get like, yelled out for playing like it too Kevin. loud? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that all the time. I'm still, to, you know, to me, it's like certain songs, you just got to turn it up, you know? Yeah. I mean, just, My wife reminds just... me that there was a stereo stolen when we parked it outside the hospital. Oh, my gosh, that goes way back. Mm. She remembers things I don't remember. So, yeah, we got broken into and had stuff stolen. Um, right. But, yeah. Anyway, quite, quite the memory, quite the fun. And all, another one I'd crank up, George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Boy, we'd lose hearing on that, too. So this no, is all no, me no. A- avoiding the discussion of water. And now, I love talking about water, but I don't like this topic. Uh, and, and it's something we've, we're aware of. Um, this is in natural news. Uh, they talk about the water wars that are about to erupt in the West, the American West, because the Colorado River is being drained dry and therefore... 
the basin that it dumps into, which is Lake Mead, Lake Powell, going down, going down. It's a thing. I, yeah. I know that, you know, when we uh, we were traveling, uh, in fact, the picture that I showed the other day, mm-hmm. yesterday or day before, yeah. you know, it's like uh, all the lakes and stuff like that that we uh, used to boat on or, you know, go yeah, out on. Yeah, greatly. Like you, you got docks that are just coming out of the ground and there's no no water and stuff like that. And, of You're, course, you know, what, what what's being said here is it's global warming. It's, it's climate right. change. It's doing it. Do you remember Liam, of course, Liam Sheffer, dearly departed friend, would talk about the water issues in California and the West and, mm-hmm. you know, was very concerned about that as well. I think there are certainly there's an ebb and flow, no pun intended, to the water falling from the sky. I can't dismiss the harp technology and altering weather patterns as well. So I don't have any delusions that I control the weather either. But we've seen some unusual patterns emerge for, for a time and then something else happens and it switches it's called climate change because the climate always changes uh i'm not advocating for artificial induction of climate change like i think has been attempted there are certainly patents for that i don't think it's controversial to say but the reality is if you live in where i'm going this weekend in particular phoenix arizona is done for you know in a serious water shortage where they actually can't. my uh, my daughter is there yeah. right now yeah i mean no. Look, without electricity, Phoenix, Arizona doesn't exist nine no. nine months out of the year, at least. Uh, it's just unlivable at that level of heat. Unless 113, I think she said, with the humidity today. There was, oh, they have humidity today because of monsoon season. That's yes. brutal. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to be cooler, at least what I'm seeing on the weather patterns for that. But, yeah, it is of concern. We, we are now in an area that relies a, a bit on snow, you know, snow in the winter and the melt, uh, filling aquifers and things. So there is vulnerability out west, but... Weather patterns can shift and change. I don't know what more to say about that. But, yes, it's a real issue. I don't pretend it's not. Uh, And uh, from the water wars, uh, let's move to 20 important homesteading skills to learn before the SHTF. Do you know what hits the fan? And, by the way, Super D, did we hear back from Christopher Key? Is he? I just got a phone call from him. He said that he is good to go here at the bottom of the hour. Okay, great. So we'll catch up with Christopher. Uh, So this other natural news article, 24 important homesteading skills uh, and, and I think Kayla mentioned home, homesteading in our one as well. And if you look at, uh, you know, little things that are simple. I like, you know, this is why I like natural news. It's not all about the, 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 the stories that you don't want to read necessarily because it's just too much for you to consider. But there's a lot of practical stuff that comes out of that site. And Mike Adams, get, God bless you, my brother, for putting that out there. And all these years later, you're still doing great work. Uh, you know, simple things like making butter, making bread. I mean, these are lost arts for most of us. How do you smoke meat and cheese? How do you grow plants using seeds? I mean, these are basic things that, you know, we don't think we need, but we do. And in fact, look at this zucchini. One of the things Super Don's growing, tomatoes you're growing, beets. Mm -hmm. Did you plant carrots this year or not? I can't remember. No, I did not. You did lettuce. Yeah. Did did the lettuce. The radishes. You got a bunch of them on the list. And broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you were doing well with that you've gotten started making well you harassed me so much that i just decided to hey i'm just gonna do a bunch of stuff and see what happens and i'll tell you yeah uh, i couldn't be happier really although i have discovered that the zucchini yeah uh i tried eating one last night yeah and it it, it got too big yeah no you gotta eat it when they're smaller typically otherwise you're gonna make them into zucchini bread uh yeah because it was kind of yucky Yeah. Um, it was just <laughs> yeah. You, you try to get them. It was very home. woody, and the yeah. skin was very thick. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, get it sooner. Yeah. Get it sooner. 
Yeah, uh, look, there's a lot of things we need to learn how to do and we've lost sight of. And I know many of you in this audience have shown us that you're already well ahead of me and Super D. And I'm, pl I'm pleased. I'm not at, at all annoyed. In fact, I want you to be far along as you can be in your preparations for well, uh, let me ask you something, Robert, houses. since, since yeah. we're talking about it, because I, 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 there's a lot of good advice in this article. Yeah. Um, on here, because listen, you showed me up big time on the whole gardening thing here. But if we if we I'm had to go so down the list you. here, have yeah. you ever made butter before? I've not. I've never made butter. I've never right? tried butter. So, I mean, maybe there's some yeah. things here that, that, that you could do too, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. We can't just Learn go out and Learn how to make it. butter. Have you baked bread before? Uh, I have. I can't say I'm really good at it. No. But my wife and my daughter, my daughter is All especially right. good at it. She's done really well with that. Smoking uh, meat and cheese? Yeah, I usually smoke other things. I tried meat. smoking meat one time, but I couldn't get it into the rolling paper. Yeah, it right. was kind yeah, of messy. I saw that coming. Exactly. I'm with you there. I um, can't do it. <laughs> smoking, <laughs> I tried to smoke the cheese. It just melted everywhere. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Today is like gone straight to you know where. And I, I'm okay now, with that. Now, here's one that I know you've done, yeah, uh, and that's dehydrating foods. Yes. In fact, we had a dehydrator, which is very inexpensive relative to the gift that I got of a, of a of what's the next level up? They call it a food. Uh, well, I, I lost the words, okay? I'm in it's numbers. It's not a dehydrator? Today. Okay. No, it's the next level. Freeze dryer. The freeze, freeze dryer. dryer. Okay. That's been a more expensive technology, but it's more profound in terms uh, of lasting lo even longer. And what's the yes, brand of the one help. that you've got? Uh, Harvest Right. Harvest Right. That's the okay. famous one, Harvest Right. Yep, yep. And ours is an oil one. It, some people got the oil-free one, uh, but I, ours takes, you know, you change the oil every time. It's not that big. It's not difficult to do, and that's been great. Foraging and identify. I still like some of the apps when we talk about a good app. An app would be to identify plants, that weeds that you think are worthless, and you, you go, oh, man, gosh, that's that? It does that? There is. They've got apps that do that. Yeah. So that's yeah. shortcutting a lot of the research for people. Uh, when yep. they're realizing they don't want to uh, spray Roundup all over their lawn and, and say, hey, there's dandelion, and that dandelion is good medicine. It really is. Uh, raising chickens, that's the next thing, but I, I'm not there yet. Uh, let's say fishing. I know how to fish. I've done that before. Hunting. Yeah. I, I've been, I've Do you know how to clean a fish? Uh, I, yeah, I've cleaned a fish, but I'm not my favorite thing to do. Whose favorite oh, thing is that? But that, yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Cause yeah. I mean, I've, I've gotten fish and it's ended up going bad cause I didn't know what to do with it. Ah, uh, I've never cleaned a fish. You know, these, and you would think living, in living in Oregon, I, you yeah. know, that should just be something that you just learned through osmosis or something. Yeah. But I haven't, that's something I, you know, cleaning yeah. fish. No, you don't even clean behind your ears. What are you talking about? Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> once a week, maybe. Okay, compost, that's good. Tapping trees, if you can get syrup, that's a, in certain areas, you can do that. Purifying water, making your own soap, non-toxic cleaning products, making clothes, building a solar oven, harvesting rainwater, yeah. I mean, these are good practical tips to do. Start uh, a fire, and, I, I yeah. learned how to do that when I was in scouts. That's right, you were a scout. Yeah. Uh, basic mechanic skills, I got some basic skills there. I, I've done a, some stuff. So, again, these are practical skills most of us didn't think we would ever need to have. And I think before you need to have them, you better develop them. Otherwise, you're going to have to rely on others and the kindness of strangers or neighbors. And I hope that you would find that you have a skill or something that you can do that balances out in a barter type economy as the inevitability of, the, you know, either the Federal Reserve note tanks in accelerated fashion to make it all go digital. But for those of you who will resist the mark of the beast in that way, you're going to have to figure this thing out. Otherwise, you will be a slave to the Luciferian agenda, the one world order agenda. 
Uh, so let's see what else we got here today. I'm in, I'm enjoying the show today. Actually, I am. I, I went off the rails right away, and I, and and I like it. <laughs> I hope everybody else is okay with that, but I'm okay with it. A little more uh, casual today. It feels right. Yeah, well, it's like I'm heading out of town. I got so much going on. Back tonight, I have to go film the uh, part two of the documentary I'm helping with, uh, and it's uh, showing. And the story sharing the stories of people who have been victimized by the COVID mandates, COVID jab mandates, losing their jobs, losing their health, their livelihood, losing loved ones. I mean, these are sad, real stories, but they need to be told because there are plenty of uh, I'm trying to be nice, but they're, you know, boneheads because they're not they're not coming from their heart at all, insisting that because the CDC says or Fauci says or whatever the WHO says that people really aren't harmed by these things and they should be ostracized and removed from society and they should have lost their job and we're okay with that right where are the apologies from those people super don where are the apologies from all the people that are so wrong it's it's incredible about all of the things oh mandatory shots oh mandatory distancing oh mandatory masks all the things that are clear as day if you could say it that way that those people were wrong. The CDC was wrong. Fauci was wrong. Of course, they were wrong before they were right. And then they claim we never said the wrong thing. But all of those people that bought into it and ostracized their friends, their loved ones, their family members. We've got someone coming up on the show, not today, but, uh, uh, you know, in the heart of Berkeley, a conservative guy that found his way to navigate the community in Berkeley. He's not even allowed and his kids and family not allowed to go to the YMCA today. Because he doesn't buy into the shots and the masks. And even today, this is happening. Where are the apologies from those people that became monsters in COVID and got drunk on the power of like righteousness? I'm wearing a mask and you're not. Where are the where are the all mea culpas? Sorry about that. I just I, I got lost in it. They weren't apology. wrong, Robert. They Still were they, wrong. they they were they were working with the data they had at the time. And how come we saw through that data and they didn't? Well, you were because they the worship time. authority and authoritarians, and I don't play well with authoritarians. I don't get along well with authoritarians. I'll admit that I get along well with a lot of people, but authoritarians not so much, not so much. And I'm okay with that too. I can handle that. And also, what I can handle is getting great, big, and strong. Super Don, don't you like that? You've been there. You like being great, big, and strong. You used to be building the the muscle. I wasn't great and big, but I was, Chris, I was, I was pretty Has Christopher sent you the, the IGF one yet? Has he sent you any? I have not, no. We've got to remedy that because you you have muscles and you've had muscles that are even bigger. And I think you would just like go right back to it. Your body would remember. Well, and from what I understand, it also helps you with weight loss, yep. which I probably would be more more interested in at, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point mm-hmm. than I would so much putting on, on muscle weight. But, you know, it does more than than, than just put on the, the muscle weight. So Right, right, yeah. So uh, Christopher Key is going to join us in just a moment. Uh, I want to say again, shout out for those of you going to see see you at Autism One. I know Lori's going to be there and others, and the other events coming up. If we could go quickly through the upcoming events page, Super D, I know that you haven't updated it fully, but it's still the the main events are still up there. And I mentioned Autism One, but September twenty third and twenty fourth, I really want to put a spotlight on that for the moment. And I want you to save that date if you can be in St. Paul, Minneapolis, St. Paul, near the airport. It's going to be an amazing event. You're going to rub elbows with the, 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 the thought leaders and the health freedom movement for many decades, from Diane Miller on out to so many great people. The 13th United States Health Freedom Congress, September 23rd and 24th 
And this is an amazing gathering. It doesn't happen every year. Now, if you want to attend it, we'd love to see you there. If you want to promote it, thank you for helping that way. And if you want to help sponsor it, support it. I'm going to click on this just to say a shout out to some other sponsors that are supporting this event. And maybe you guys want to do that. Can you click on the sponsor up above? That's one of the tabs. And I want to show people, including True Hope, Leaders in Brain Health, Sunshine Health Freedom Foundation. There's a film sponsor, Marjorie Roswell, Trinity School of Natural Health. Of course, we love our friends and family at Trinity. Big sponsors, Mercola, the Solari Report is amazing. Catherine Austin Fitz, the Robert Scott Bell Show. You might have heard of them. The National Vaccine Information Center, Karen Moriarty, uh, Relax Sauna, my buddy, good buddy Phil, Natural Awakenings, The Edge, Children's Health Defense, Organic Consumers Association, Mask Off Minnesota, the Art and Science, the Science and Art of Verbalism, California Health Coalition Advocacy, Larry Home, Hannes DDS, and others, uh, uh, Washington Homeopathics, Life Extension. I mean, anybody that supports this, I want to shout out and say thank you. Because it's a big event. It takes a lot to put it on. It doesn't happen every year. And I want to thank those of you who are supporting us, supporting this event. And I hope to see you there. Then we're going to be in Orlando early uh, October, the 7th, 8th, and 9th. And in fact, I might have some lectures on the 5th, 6th, 5th and 6th in Orlando area. And I'll let you know as soon as I confirm them, public events. So for all of my friends back in Orlando area, I look forward to seeing you there. The Wellness Parenting Revolution Health and Freedom Summit and Expo. Orlando, Florida. And then, of course, the Health Freedom Expo, where we'll have a great big reunion there as well. And that's October 15th and 16th. And, uh, you know, a bunch of these events, I end up running into my buddy Christopher Key. Give him a great big hug. And he's so big and strong, I got to go, I can't breathe, Christopher. Look, Christopher is too strong. Uh, joining us now to show those that strength and that willingness to stand up to the bullies out there. He's the vaccine policeman. Christopher Key, welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Who's hanging out with you there? Oh, I remember him. How you doing, brother? It's good to see you. I, I I didn't know we were joined by a member of the Miami Heat. Oh, that's just the hat. Hey, brother, we, we are launching our first ever Keys to Life Wellness and Ministry. we got some amazing things going on here, brother. Have you heard about those med beds, Robert? Yes, I've heard about med beds. Well, I'm going to let Michael tell you about what we have, a treat for everybody in the world. And we're going to take this treat to all 50 states, brother. Michael, tell us about Wait, my, Michael, I, I, I got to connect with you at the last Red Pill Expo. And I, I even interviewed you for Brideon.tv, if I remember, Michael. But maybe a lot of our audience doesn't know you yet. So you're going to have to say, hey, this is Michael and who, who you are. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm the founder of filtersuck.com. That's filterssuck.com. It's a filterless air purification uh, technology. Uh, if you see Christopher and I are both wearing our shields, we don't like to be shedded on. So uh, I say spike protein, stay away. Uh, we, we actually have been for two years, uh, Robert, we've been working on creating, I'm guessing when your car gets dirty, you know you got to take it to the car wash, right? We decided oh. to create a Keys to Life ministry, and we're, we're calling it Frequencies and Fellowship. And what we're doing is we've launched a full-functioning wellness clinic that's open to the public. And uh, Christopher will go over the prices with people. How much does it cost, Christopher? It's free, baby. It's free. How much? Free. So we're in the process of uh, building a molecular hydrogen shower. 
which here does five to 10 parts per billion, uh, ten, I'm sorry, five to 10 parts per million. Molecular hydrogen is incredible at going at, uh, against free radicals that are inside of the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more importantly, we've got it scaled to where you don't have to flip on a light and you don't have to worry about a match being lit and, and, and having a hydrogen bomb go off. Um, and we're also, we're also using uh, something that's called QEB. QEB is Quantum Energy Wellness Bed. And what it does is it takes a piece of stainless steel cut titanium. And what that does is we, we, we heat it up and it transfers light and energy into the cells of the body. So anybody that's been you know, following you know, Christopher and I over the last couple of years understands that we are, we are light beings. And when we are able to increase one's voltage, what we've started noticing is people are having unbelievable uh, energy levels restored to the body. They're able to sleep better. They're able to uh, have a lot of calm anxiety, uh, 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 things that are kind of, I'll say, dissipated. Uh, Christopher has posted probably about 2,700 testimonies that we've got in the last 24 hours alone. Um, and on top of that, we're introducing people to sound lounges. So we're, we're using frequencies, uh, transducers, and we're pairing with BrainTap, which I know you're familiar with. Christopher and I both had uh, BrainTap headsets from the conferences we've been going to. And if, if you look at what Patrick Porter's doing, you know, with, with right brain, left brain, sympathetic pairing, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, uh, it, it, Christopher describes it to me as, you know, the pie chart. If, if you, you do an HRV and you're looking at their brain cells, most people have an enormous amount of data, uh, delta, that's registering on the data uh, 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 chart. Mm-hmm. And we're able to put them on, on sound sessions with the brain tap, and you can slowly start to see the pie becoming more of an equal uh, equal pie, which, mm-hmm. I mean, Christopher, you know this guy, he, he, he'll eat the entire pie and leave no slice for me. <laughs> hey, yeah, but, what about me? I want some pie. Everybody, everybody wants some pie. And I said to Christopher, I said, you know, we've been spending so much money and I love where we spend our money because if, if I have to write a check to any of the guys that are out there that aren't afraid to speak the truth, to keep them on air to where they're supporting truth and they're supporting free speech. I said the best thing that we could do is take the money that we are getting from some of our products like our air purification systems, like the IGF-1 plus with the, with the glutathione, it, it is unbelievable that we've been able to fund through donations and through people purchasing our products. We opened up a wellness center, which, which is more geared towards fellowship and frequencies, mm-hmm. and we are allowing people to come in free of charge. Christopher was here until 2 o'clock in the morning yesterday. People are coming in. Hey, I need a sound session. Here is where that people are going to go. Where is this? I want to go. So if, if you go to vaccine-police.com, you can send a private message or you can text Christopher. We're trying to really get the website launched. And, you know, we kind of put the cart before the horse. I, I, I will tell you it is in South Florida. It's in between Delray and West Palm Beach. Um, and I would just give the address out, but then what happens is 700 people show up without asking or calling and we've got them waiting out in the parking lot because there's not enough, enough AC to go around in August in South Florida. So if they go to vaccine dash police, and again, if they want to make a donation to the, to, to the vaccine police, just to help with what we're doing here, by all means, you guys can do that. But if you reach out, Christopher will tell you, 
and I'm probably going to be putting my foot in my mouth for saying this, but he'll give out his cell phone number before he, the end of the interview, and they can text him, and he'll give them the address as long as we know that they're coming. And he again, does. I want to make sure, Robert Scott, that people know how much we're charging. Christopher, how much is it? Free! That's an amazing thing. Now, I, I thought you were going to put it in a mobile unit like the vaccine police van or something, uh, you know, do the A-team version with the bed in there. But for now, you've got a place, again, Florida. We have loads of listeners in Florida, so maybe somebody will uh, plug in and find out and, and come visit and, and maybe plug into some of the air purification. Um, I, I've got a, a listener, Christy, is asking, uh, they call it, the, is it called the Triad AER Ozone Ion Air Purifier? Yeah, that, okay. that, 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 here, let me, let me put this, I'm going to, I'm going to transfer you over just, just a, a half a second. Okay. So if you go to, if you go to filter suck, filter suck.com, the, the large machine that will do an entire house, Christopher and I are actually wearing the shields. So this is the triad air portable. It's a shield air. This is not mm -hmm. ozone based. This is just using positive ions. It uses 12 million cubic ions per cubic centimeter per second, which is, it's a lot. You got, you got to get your mathematician to figure that one out. This is the unit that Christopher, this is the version three. When Christopher was running his health clubs in Alabama, you know, uh, 25 years ago, he had one of our original machines. And he'll tell you, the, the, there is not an odor that the machine cannot get rid of. This is using photocatalytic oxidation. So mm -hmm. it's PCO cell. And it's also using uh, bipolar ionization, which will go out, attach to heavy particles. But more importantly, uh, anything that you would not want getting into your breathable airspace, heavy metals, mm -hmm. toxins, mycotoxins, mold spores, shedding particles. Yeah, that's right. We said shedding particles because anybody that hasn't been living under a rock understands why are Christopher and I getting a thousand emails a day with people saying, hey, I wear this around my neck and I'm no longer sick when I go to people who've gotten 37 jabs and they yeah. got the seven you know, boosters. Mike, Mike, I think uh, right now we're dealing with back to school. And I can imagine that the kids, and I know this for, for a fact, like my daughter, who's not jabbed, obviously, is hanging around friends who are. And she's had, you know, strange things happen when, when that has occurred. And I think, you know, part of this is we know airborne delivery of something so small it can float in the air, no problem. To have something like this, I was thinking for back to school for kids, keep, keep them safe in the midst of an environment they have no control over. That's a great idea. Put this on the backpack you can clip it on the shirt uh i can tell you i've got three airlines that i usually will fly with i didn't fly with them during the pandemic because i refused to wear a mask i would rather walk or you know, have christopher come pick me up in the vaccine police wrapped mustang and we would drive 18 hours to indianapolis and hop on a plane you can even flip it inside out it's it's still effective and and you know what's really cool about this um I, I think that one of the greatest testimonies that I ever received was I had a, a, a lady who reached out to us about three or four weeks ago. And she said, you know, the, uh, the craziest experience happened to me. And she went to visit her, her daughter, who's got two cats. And she said that every time she goes over to the house before she had this technology, she would always five to six minutes after getting into the house, she would break out with hives underneath her eyes and she would start to have her throat literally start to swell up. And at first I said, hmm, that's surprising. And then a millisecond later, I said, no, it's not, because this is using so many powerful positive ions that what it's doing is, is it's repelling the proteins. And people go, well, what do you mean repelling the proteins? You can't be allergic to a cat. You can't be allergic to the dander. 
What you're allergic to is the proteins, which are the microscopic particles that are being broke on off of the dander because your body does two things when it interacts with a protein. It either accepts or rejects, mm -hmm. accepts or rejects. So those proteins, this is creating such a powerful shield, or as we call it, a bubble. Mm -hmm. It's a bubble of ionization, and, and it's only three ounces, so it's very lightweight. You, you don't even realize that it's hanging on your shirt. And it lasts 28 hours on a single charge. It's rechargeable. Right. So you don't have batteries. But, there's no evidence. By the way, proteins. Anybody heard of spike proteins? Anybody? Huh. Yeah. What? Huh? Excuse me? What did you say? Spike, spike proteins? Yeah, spike proteins. That's right. Now, the technology is, is fascinating. And I, I remember when we met, I told you I had one of those. I don't remember. It was Alpine you know, ionization units from years ago. Was that the brand name? Do you remember that? It was like a wooden cabinet at the fan. 100%. Yeah, Alpine, Alpine was the engineer. That was the yeah. original invention of, of a guy named Bill. And uh, they, they were out of, uh, I think, Eveleth, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. and, and the technology has evolved over the years. And I tell people, look, our machine, you can run it. Bipolar ionization, PCO, which is photocatalytic oxidation. You mm -hmm. can use low-level ozone if you want to get rid of some really wicked mold in the bathroom yeah. or a odor inside of the home. You can run it with a heavy mold remediation. Uh, Dr. Gary Rosen, he's got a, a biosecurity engineer degree uh, from, uh, from LSU. He'll literally tell you that they use this in conjunction with their chlorine dioxide gas for cleaning up houses. And he goes, there's nothing better than triad air for, for remediating and keeping houses, you know, especially with you look at our proactive technology. You, you, put, you put the small little unit like this in your car fantastic you might have a shield that you know and if you don't have one of these send me your address to christopher i'll send you one so you can have it but if you want to protect the whole family christopher and i if we go out and we're, we're doing a, a show in california you better believe every human being that's serving food in that restaurant they've all been triple jacked so yeah. i could take like this battery operated click it set it there and it's offering 10 feet of protection for yeah. the entire table so not everybody has one of these right it's it's kind of like what i do with uh uh, you know, for fifth generation wireless technologies with the key halo, uh, things I get from synergy science. And I don't think there's any conflict in this at all. It produces a stable field of electrons, a torus field of electrons. This is complementary to that because you're also talking ozone technology and other things that are neutralizing harmful toxins that are measurable. You know, you talk about proteins as well that can be harmful. And so I think it's very complementary to what I've utilized in other realms dealing with EMF, uh, issues. Now, your technology is something I understand because I used that Alpine unit years ago when my wife was growing our first baby. I was like a, a lot of husbands, like I got to build something. I, my, my wife's built, I got to build something. So I back at stone mountain, I, you know, when we had the house there, I, I finished the basement and we put in a carpet before I was fully aware of the natural things available to us, or maybe it was well beyond my, my budget at that point, but it was, you know, the formaldehyde, all of that was like, oh my gosh, I can't even go in this basement I just finished. So we got one of those Alpine units, cranked it up to full volume and over the weekend, completely neutralized all of that. And we're able to now be in that environment. So the basis for this technology, it sounds like you've leapt beyond it to do something even more, uh, let's say, I say daily use scenario. I was talking about an extreme example, but we're talking about daily use in the house without going to an extreme. That sounds like what your units can do. Hundred percent. And the best part is there's no filters, right? You have you have mm -hmm. no filters to replace. There's there's virtually no maintenance other than cleaning the rear static screen off the back. And 
you take a little metal plate out, you clean it once every uh, four to six months. And other than that, you move it only when you move, you sell your house. This doesn't get put in the, in, in the duct work. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so fantastic. One of the things that uh, Christopher was adamant that I showed you guys, and, mm-hmm. and it, it's to understanding how our technology works. I'm going to, I'm going to flip on real quick. And, and as, as I fill up this box with smoke, I want you guys to kind of understand what, what's happening inside of your home, right? You, you've got all of these houses now that are a hundred percent sealed in. I, I tell people we've been sealed in with deadly toxic precision so much so that I had a customer about five or six years ago that called and said, I want to give you a testimony. And I'm literally sitting to myself and, and, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, Robert Scott Bell and Christopher Key, they, they probably will not even believe that this is a testimony that we could get, but I've heard them all. So I wasn't expecting this, but there was a guy that was in Tampa, Florida and he goes, Hey, he goes, uh, we, we got ready to go sell our house. And, uh, the guy that bought the house after about two to three weeks after closing, he said that he was getting really, really sick and he, he couldn't explain what it was. And they brought, uh, a, 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 a toxicology guy out and he did samples all throughout the house. And they said, you have a defective Chinese drywall. And the guy Ooh. was like, it's absolutely impossible. He goes, but then I thought I had this machine running the entire time that we lived there. And although we couldn't remediate the toxic drywall that was in the wall, we remediated the symptoms of it becoming airborne and causing him issues. Hmm. So it's incredible for somebody to say, look, I was in a house with defective Chinese drywall seven years i remember the chinese drywall controversy it hit florida big time with all the growth down there years ago we were down there at that time and uh, that's a fantastic story by the way our good friend christy says i bought two triad air uh, machines in nashville in march and we love it we have the big one in our pet supply grooming store and our customers remarked how fresh and clean it smells in there and a grooming animal that's pretty impressive there uh, it has eliminated the little floaties in the air that you typically see when sunlight beams through the window. And our buddy Kevin got one too. Whole house. Nice. All right. Well, <laughs> listen, you want to, you want to hear a testimony about grooming at the end of this month, I will be in Las Vegas at super zoo, the largest pet show in the world. And I will be in the grooming section. So if you don't believe me, go to superzoo.org and type in, the triad air or filterssuck.com and you'll see my booth. We're all the way in the very top of the floor plan in the grooming section. So I, what I are you talking about? Hold on. Before you do that smoke test, I want to show everybody that too. But uh for those that are interested, because obviously it seems like some of our, our viewers, listeners have already gotten this. Um, is there a discount code we can give out? Because I always like to get the best deal possible for everybody that's out there that want may want one. So let's do let's do this right now. I'm going to tell everybody they can go to filters with an S suck.com and let's, let's see if we can get a coupon code. And while we're here, cause it, we live in a day and age where we can do this absolutely live. Wow. Uh, okay. And you're, you're trying to, are you just programming this right now as I speak? As we <laughs> In 10 seconds, your coupon, this coupon code is going to be live. Okay. What do you know? What coupon code we're going to use? I'm going to create one for you right now. Make it easy. (laughs) 
All right, this is cool. This is completely unplanned and unscripted, as usual, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And Chris, if you're still there and listening, you're probably holding up the camera. I want to know if you're going to be at any of the come upcoming events that I'm going to be at. Uh, He's so going to be with me at the Parenting and Wellness Conference in October, 100%. Okay, so we'll, we'll be able to have a reunion there at least. Okay, that's great. Terrific. All right, so uh, my and Mike, how do you say? Coupon code right now R as in red, S is in Sam, B as in Bell for Robert Scott Bell. So RSB, anybody that goes on to filtersuck.com and uses the coupon code RSB, I'm going to give 10% off. How much are we going to charge for shipping? Make it free, brother. Free shipping. You heard it from Christopher. And I'll even tax. What? Really? Cool. I'll, I'll the tax. So Mike. on average, I'll save you 7% plus another 10%. So okay. we're going to do RSB. RSB. All right. Discount code RSB at filterssuck.com. Uh, thank you for that, Mike. And by the way, Mike, how do you spell your last name? I want to make sure I got it right. L-L-O-N. Say it again, please. D-I-L-L-O-N. All right, Mike Dillon. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Hey, Christopher, thank you for connecting us on this. Now, I see the thing. Am I? Is it an illusion, or is it already filled with smoke right next to you? It is. So this right here, this, rep, this represents a house. And by the way, your coupon code is live. We already got 647 orders. Oh, my gosh. Now, so watch, watch what happens. Anybody, anybody that is inside of a house that's got uh, a, a lot of toxins, chemicals, um, a grandma who came over and she's coughing and sneezing. You know, another thing that Christopher brought to my attention and, you know, in my 30 some odd years of life, I never even thought about it. He said, Michael, have you ever thought about how many chemicals are in the water? And when people are taking showers, it's then becoming an aerosol and it's right. leaching. He goes, have you ever thought about toilet water aerosolation? I was like, well, what do you mean? He goes, you flush the toilet. He goes, those particles get airborne. They go everywhere. You're breathing them in. So, so watch what happens anytime. And like your friend who bought from us in Nashville, what she experienced, you open up your blinds and you can kind of see the sun penetrating, right? right? An array of light. It almost looks like a beam. My, 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 my wife calls it the death ray. You know, it's like uh, uh, all the dog hair, dander, the protein, the dust and all that stuff that's floating around. Our technology, 24 hours a day, it is vibrating at a rate of speed. Watch this. It, it's, it's literally communicating throughout the entire home, and we're sending out not only bipolar ionization, but we're using a, a pulsed ion antenna that's going through walls, doors, floors, carpets, padding, draperies, and it's moving faster than the eye can see. And what it's doing is it's charging those particles, and it's dropping them down to the ground as a biologically inert substance. You will have to mop it, vacuum it, sweep it. But you know what? With the money that we just saved all of your viewers, they can go buy a Roomba. And by the way, the Roomba has now been bought by Amazon, which will conveniently map their entire home. Yeah, no, don't do that, please. Uh, By the way, with this technology and the ions that it produces, again, I don't see any uh, conflict with the key-halo units that I have uh, from Synergy Science in terms of producing a stable torus field of electrons. This is not disruptive to that. Your technology, which is boosting what's happening in the body and giving the body its availability to receive light, all we're doing is creating a a, a virus pathogen free Mm. environment. And we're keeping heavy metals where they belong, which is on the ground or out of the home. And not putting your listeners into a lifetime subscription of filters. 
that suck. Yeah. RSB is the discount code. You go to filterssuck.com. Does that uh, account for any of the units that you have there? That will be our small plug-in that Christopher okay. and I will not check into a Motel 6 without. Okay. You know, people understand that, you know, they think that Christopher and I are, are flying around in first class. We're driving in, in the vaccine police Mustang. And yeah. you know, we, we could bring in $20,000 in sales. And Christopher has that check already gone to a billboard or it's already been given to any person. I don't care if it is the Robert Scott Bell show, if it is the Stu Peters show, if, if it is Mike Adams, if it is Bright on TV with, with Bob, Bob Sisson, right? I will tell you, you will never meet a more godly man. And I'll tell you, if you want to play Bible challenge and you lose, go to the Bright on TV, uh, Airbnb at any of the shows that he's at. Yeah. And, and, we plug this into the Airbnbs. We don't know who was there. If they made sure. what it's called PPC, which is piss poor choices, if they got triple jabbed and they decided to go into the hotel room the night before us, yeah. I plug for 30 minutes and I, and I, Christopher, I will go out and he's usually fasting. So I'll go and grab a juice or, mm-hmm. or I'll go grab something. I've never met a human being that can fast as long as him. And, and I can tell you, you plug this into the hotel room. It does about 200 to 250 square feet. They get 10% off that. The shield that Christopher and I are both wearing, mm-hmm. we're going to give them 10% off that and free shipping. The car unit, which can be plugged in the car or brought into a restaurant, it does have a four-hour battery backup. They can get 10% off that. Or if they want to do the large whole home system that we that we demoed when we first showed you, that does 3,000 square feet, like your friends in Nashville that bought two, one for the grooming uh, salon mm-hmm. and one for their home, yeah. you'll give them 10% off that as well. Awesome. Well, thank you for that, Mike. I appreciate it. And Christopher, we got about five minutes left and I don't want to ignore uh, my success with the IGF one plus, uh, you know, I'm pumping it up here. Let's see, which muscle do I have to show you? I don't know. That's my left one. That's not even the big one, but here we go. So anyway, flexing it and doing great in the gym uh, recovery. I'm about to climb next week, uh, a 12,000 foot peak. And uh, I've not done a hike like that. It'll be like 10 hours up and down. And I'm, I'm going to have this IGF one plus with me, uh, and along with the cardio miracle, of course, for nitric oxide production and, and all of that. But, um, there's some great things that I've been able to achieve. And as I said, I had a baseline of weight based on muscle weight working out. And at a certain point in my, you know, I was very fit already from a cardiovascular standpoint and I could get through and, and whoop up on 20 somethings and 30 somethings at the gym. But I was not happy with the weight in terms of musculature. I wanted to put on, I wanted to feel more solid. And so when I went on the IGF one plus, I actually could measure pound here, pound, pound. I went, I, I gained about depending on the day between five to seven pounds of muscle. And the only thing different, cause I was still working out was I got on the IGF one plus. So I know not everybody's trying to do what I was doing, but I was thinking maybe you could let us know about how muscle gain also can attribute to fat loss, the kind of stuff that they people don't want. Well, Robert, real, real quick, you mm-hmm. can't go for God's word if you don't take care of your temple. And and we are not taking care of our temple because they're poisonous with the water, poisonous with the food, the air, the supplements. And that's what we try to do here at Vaccine-Police, to show people how to take action. But more importantly, we give you solutions. We're all about solutions and taking action. And guys, the deer on the velvet right here, this is the most amazing product in the world. It was banned by the NFL, the PGA, Major League Baseball, the NCAA. Why? Because it worked. And it worked so very well. If you don't know about HGH, you talk to any anti-aging doctor in the country, they'll tell you if you want to stay young, if you want to keep your mojo, you want to take synthetic HGH. 
But the average person like myself and Michael, we can't afford it. It costs two to $4,000 a month. It's very, very expensive. And I don't want to inject something in my subcutaneous fat. But when I do that, what they don't tell you is your liver converts it to IGF point. Insulin-like growth factor. That's what does everything. And we have deer, brother. We have deer where their antlers are the fastest growing substance on planet Earth. They almost grow an inch a day, Robert, one inch a day. And the cool thing is we've been able to freeze dry. We don't harm the deer in any form of the fashion. We've been able to put it in a lipo delivery system that our scientists invented and patented that proves that you get 98% absorption when you spray it under your tongue and you hold it for 30 seconds. And it allows your body to rebuild, regrow, rejuvenate, and it's totally natural. And the cool thing is we have randomized double-blind placebo studies to prove that if you take the 100,000 IGF, it increases your IGF-1 levels by 20%. If you do the 200, it increases about 40%. And if you do the 300, which is what you and I and Mike are doing, it increases it by 60%. This is unheard of. This is why this product was banned by every major organization. And we need you people to help support what we're doing. We're doing this all across the country, and we're putting these clinics up in all 50 states is our goal. And, guys, we're getting no funding by big farm or big oil or big government. So this is a way you can fund us by buying our products, by buying our products, or you can go make a donation, guys. We treat, prevent, and cure nothing at this clinic. If you've got cancer, AIDS, hepatitis, TB, I believe there is no disease. I believe all that is is lack of cell-to-cell communication, which causes inflammation. And if you come to this clinic and that inflammation goes away, we just say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry. And, guys, our new technology, the MedBed, if you haven't tried MedBed, which none of you have, because only the really elite have that, we have it here. And this is an experience you'll never have before. But to show you how well it works, we'll send you guys again our free pain chips, our pain chips where you put this anywhere the pain is, the pain instantly will be gone. If we can do that with this little chip, just imagine what we can do to that human body, which is a battery, when we charge it up with the Nikola Tesla the and work. What are your thoughts? Christopher, uh, you're on fire as usual. And I do appreciate genuinely your passion, your commitment to doing that, which I believe and perceive as right. We're on a mission, you know, and you and I said this, everybody's got a different aspect to that mission. And you are willing to stand up in the midst of the fire like nobody I know, which I appreciate so much. And, you know, as we joke about it and we, you know, Super Don and I talk about, did you see what Christopher Key did? Oh, yeah, I saw what he did. Would you do that? No, I wouldn't do that. But that's Chris. He's wired differently, but he's amazing. And again, I want to say thank you for your support as well as the wonderful product. And, you know, my levels of fitness trying to increase and show people what's possible, having been ill for the first 24 years of my life to do the things that I'm doing in my mid 50s now. All of these things that I integrate, I put to the test. If they work, I bring them to you. And that's what we've done here with Christopher and now uh, with Michael and, uh, you know, Mike Dillon. Now we have connected. So you can go to filtersuck.com. We talk about RSB code, uh, RSB to get a discount. Um, Christopher, we've been sending people to keystolife.shop. And if I'm not mistaken, we have the code bell there to get discounts for everybody there as well. Yes, keystolife.shop. Make sure you keep on code bell. Or you can go to vaccine-police.com, vaccine-police.com. Remember, send me your cell phone number to 205-936-9803. Send me your name, address, and email, and I will make sure you get the pain and energy chips for free. Everything yeah. we do is free, brother. We're here to help heal humanity. You've got to take care of God's temple, okay? Please take this information you've learned today, share it with one other person. One will turn to two, two will turn to four. Before you know it, seven billion souls will know what's happening, brother. We have already won this battle.
But we got to go spread this word, brother. You got it. And don't believe nothing we told you here today. Take it Put all it the grains. The test. Do Put what it. the Lord commands you to do, brother. And that is test and prove all things. Not some things, but all, all things. things. We got the truth, and the truth is out there, brother. And we give all the glory to God. God can heal the temple. It's so simple. It, God bless you, Christopher. No petroleum. Your body's I, not made of petroleum. I'm out of time, my brother. And thank you, Michael, as well, for being on the show today. And thank you to Kayla in Hour One. You guys make it possible for us to do that and bring the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Dude, the energy that Christopher Key brings to every event and every show is like, whoa, dude, right? Volumes. We were talking about uh, cranking up the stereo volume, weren't we, before he came up, and he took that seriously. No, you don't want to do up. that when he's on because no. it'll, yeah, it'll blow the windows it's out. It's like but... the opening scene for, uh, what was that, Back to the Future? Back to the Future, Right, yeah. when he cranks it up to 11, and he just, yeah, that was that was fun. Anyway, cool stuff on air purification technologies as well today. I didn't know what we were going to be learning about, but you got a discount code there too. So awesome, awesome. Uh, let's see. What else we got to do today? I, I've got so much to do today. I don't want to extend too long into our uh, bonus round, but definitely there, if there, uh, the well, question of the day that you have in the newsletter, yes. things like that. Yes. Also, All new right, new names that. for monkeypox. Now that the kids have gone to bed, we can relate some of those as well um uh, so. you know what we we had a few that that were put out there and i don't let me see i don't know that we had any new ones but let me let me take a look here real quick okay um let's see there wow what are these pictures of? christy put some pictures in there it looks like some stuff on I mean, is that like knees or oh that's like some kind of surgery that was done there Holy moly, so look at that. Bone. I'm just looking at that are, too. We got yeah. plates and pins. Who's who's is whose is this? Is that is that Christie's? It is. Um, yeah, I remember she 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 hurt her ankle the other that's day. Right. I remember her saying yeah. something about that. Wow, that's a serious uh yeah. triage. Wow. Well, you do what you got to do, I guess. Um fortunately, I've never I've never uh experienced that, but mm. I broke I broke a bone. I was really a little kid, like three or something like that, and that's mm. that's that's it for me. Wow, uh, collarbone. Hmm. I broke. Anyway, all right. So as far as monkeypox goes, there were uh, what's this? Oh, Christy put in the video for White and Nerdy, Weird Al yeah. White and Nerdy. Remember that song? Oh yeah, uh, that was a great one. Uh, let's see here. Well, I missed a bunch of stuff here. Oh, Christy, I have a garden thing I'd like to send you. Do you have a P.O. Well, what? I have a garden thing I'd like to send you. Mm-hmm. Do you have a peel box or something? A freeze dryer? What? A garden thing. Where is that? I don't. I didn't see that one. No, it's in there. Okay. Christy, I'll um, I'll shoot you an email. Okay. Because I think I've got your email address. If, you know what? Shoot me an email and ask me the same thing. That way it'll be in the inbox and then I'll reply to you. Cool. Thank you very much. Airwolf was great. Yes, I loved Airwolf. That was one of my favorite shows. Jan Michael Vincent, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember. The sad story, though, Yeah. Uh, about him, mm-hmm. uh, what happened with him. He, he, you know, we were just talking about addiction the other day, yeah. um, and there, there was somebody right there that, that uh, got caught up in, in, 
in, in addiction and mm. great actor, great great yeah. movie. Who didn't like the the super awesome high tech helicopter, helicopter that yeah. blew stuff up and made the sound when it? But that was right? like that was like Kit of uh, of uh, the Night Rider. Of the, Kit was I, cool, but yeah. I, I just I, I really like the helicopter Wolf. better. I though. thought okay. Airwolf was cool. All right, yeah. so I'm trying to get back up to. Here we go. So we had, I know, Sheep Pox was a good one. Yeah, that, Caleb that, came up with that. That was awesome. That one here. Yeah. Somebody came up, somebody uh, suggested Booty Pox. <laughs> booty Pox. That's the the, the actual family-friendly statement version of that, because some people of, of a some bit of the other ones graphic there. on that, but yeah. And, and referring to the method of transmission that seems to be predominant here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I guess we'll see. The, the ones that the, the World Health Organization came up with are really boring. Yeah, of course. Because they're they saying it's something called a clade. A clade. Like that it says some kind of like medical term. That's just, or whatever. no. I, I was so they're, they're like, we're going to call it clade one and clade two. The Instead of the Congo Basin, it'll be clade one. And instead of the West Africa one, it'll be clade two. And then the subvariants that they've, they've noticed of the clade two will be clay 2A and 2B. And I'm just like, what kind of nerd yeah. came up with that idea, right? That's boring. How so, about uh, Poxy McPockface? Yeah, something That's like that, more, right? more in line with it. Yeah, Any, I don't Who know. could be offended with that? I'm hoping that, that there's some good ones that come up. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the poll of the day today... Had to do with we didn't really get too deep into it, but the uh, the water wars, and this is a big deal. I mean, okay. th- there there is a rabbit hole to go down. Somebody from Colorado calling me. Um, mm-hmm. There there is definitely a, a, a water rabbit hole mm-hmm. um, when you start getting into who is buying up the water rights and yeah. how you know the idea of if you, if you own the water, you own yeah. the world, right? Sure. Um, but, but it is a thing to be concerned about. And, you know, I mean, what yeah, do you do in a situation like that? You know, you can collect your rainwater if somebody won't snitch on you and, and you won't get arrested because that's, that is a thing. Oregon, some, they don't like you to do that. In some true. states. Um, but I think it's an interesting thing because there's only so much you can do. You can try storing water, uh, mm-hmm. but that can be kind of tricky and it takes up a lot of space, you know? Yeah. Yep. So the solution to that, I think it would be an interesting thing to go into, but mm-hmm. that uh, prompted the question of the day, which is, how concerned are you about water shortages in your local area? Mm-hmm. And it went anywhere from very concerned to not sure. I think this is going to be over the, all over the map because it depends on what area you're in. Some people are in very water-rich areas. That's true. in a desert, so I, I think you're going to have a mix on this one. So which one do you think, though, is going to have the highest percentage? Depends on where our listeners are. Well, but you have to look at this as an overall thing. Okay. Uh, gee. How very concerned, concerned somewhat concerned, not very concerned, not conso- uh, at all Let's concerned. See, I got to say, the, the, the predominantly, are, is our audience in a water-rich area or a water-poor oh, area? Stop overthinking it. Come on, man. Just pick one. Uh, Which I'll one say, do you think? I'll say not very concerned. Not everybody's very concerned. Everybody's in the drink where they live and listen to the show. With rare now, let's see. It ended up being somewhat, somewhat, somewhat concerned. Okay, and I appreciate that. Yeah, because I think I, you know, maybe be very concerned if yeah. somebody happens to be like you were saying in an area that is really getting hit hard. Mm-hmm. There was a thing that came out a couple of days ago mm-hmm. that the federal government is now saying that people in certain areas 
uh, are now going to be under federal restrictions mm -hmm. on water. And so when that happens, you really should start paying attention to it, I think. Yeah. Um, that goes beyond like your city saying, okay, please stop watering your lawn so much right. or something. This is a federal restriction, right? Yeah. Um, so I appreciate the somewhat concerned option there because it's not something to ignore. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't run out the street screaming and light yourself on fire, but yeah. start thinking about it. And, and you know, mm. I, well, I, think, I think about if we in the in the desert regions grew food and not lawns gardens we'd have a focused use of water as opposed to a, a dispersion of water for an entire lawn that true that doesn't really provide food for anybody and people true. all they're doing is mowing it but here's the question robert and yeah. i think this is something we should explore um because we've talked about food growing mm -hmm. your own food and you know how to do that stuff like that yeah i think it would be good to have the discussion maybe get a guest on or something like that to talk about how what do you do about water mm -hmm. what's the solution to that yeah i've seen technologies uh, where you can take even in 10% humidity water from the air and produce clean, mm -hmm. pure water. I've now, of that. course, it requires electricity to do that. That's another thing. You know, we talk well, about. Well, you can do it as a survival uh, situation. You can do that with like a tarp, mm -hmm. you know, and and shade and and, yeah. and things of that nature. I mean, you're not going to get a whole lot, but yeah. uh, it reminds me of like in Star Wars. Remember, they had the moisture farmers. We had the moisture, the evaporator <laughs> farm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. It's something something to think about. Mm. I think it would be interesting to find out how you know what is a good way to store water, you know, so that you if nothing else you've got something at least for in the short term. Yeah. Um, you know, for an emergency situation. Gosh darn it! I'm looking at Christie's ankle. It's like unbelievable what they did to, to put her back together again. Yeah. I'm sure, like I said, she must be in pain. Can you spray anything on? I know you can't touch it if it's that sensitive, um, but. Anyway, hey, have we got any more entries for uh, CBDNF.com? Has everybody not. already done that? We everybody done this already? Is this ridiculous? Go to CBDNF.com. That's the <laughs> Nutritional Frontier site for the organic hemp U.S. grown. If you're in the U.S. and you sign up to become a customer, you don't have to buy anything initially. And mention the Robert Scott Bell Show. There's a drop-down menu. They'll send you samples. Take pictures with the samples. Send it to Superdon. Ask RSB at gmail.com and you'll enter and we're going to do a giveaway again. I'm just waiting for a few, you know, even one entry. I do it for one more entry. So uh, somebody's got to do that or go to Nutritional Frontiers, any of their products uh, they have for 15% off with the code RSB15, even sale items. And they've got some great sale items. I think I sent you something today earlier, an image, did I not? Or an email I sent you? You said you would show everybody? Um, it's in the show notes. It's Hold in on. the show notes, so thank you. I'm sorry, you. Yeah, multitasking. Even, Hold on. That's all right. I didn't, I didn't scroll all the way down to see that. That's cool. Well, shame on you. This is your show. What are you well, doing Well, I've been here? busy doing the Come show. Come on, man. So scrolling the notes. Come on, man. There you are. Oh, here it is. So if you like and follow at nutritional underscore frontiers on Instagram, you'll be entered to win uh, the full August focus of products, which it looks like Inflam, uh, the Green Lip Muscle, Super Cal Plus, Super K2 Plus, HA Plus Powder, and the uh, Parakill and the X Flame. A lot of inflammation there associated. Dude, that's um, that's really great. That's a great prize right there. That, yeah, that's, that's no cheap uh, cheapo gift. My file, I got to see if I got them as well. I've got I've got Jamie and the crew, and and uh, I've got uh, Joe Messino in in uh, following. Let me see if I can find it can't do this multitask i'm hitting all the wrong buttons still 
I'm not that fast with this stuff. There it is, Nutritional Frontiers. It's obviously listening to me because it popped up. <laughs> Let's see, Nutritional Frontiers. There's a like and follow. Share to my story. There we go. And let me just check. I, th I must be following them. They popped up. Yeah, I am following Nutritional Frontiers. So Nutritional underscore Frontiers. And there you go. You could win. They are very generous in their giveaways. And you can use the code RSB15 even on sale items. There's the IGF1 Plus we talked about. Of course, we didn't know. I didn't know I was going to talk about today. The filterssuck.com with the coupon code RSB. So take advantage of that. Uh, we've already had some folks to do that. and they're Totally was not results. expecting that. That was a complete surprise. Yeah, that was fun. Right? Yeah, I don't mind. A uh, very cool looking unit. Very, I was yeah. I was impressed with what I saw there so far. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of people uh, that have already bought it that say they love it. So, yeah. and I did. And by the way, when he was doing the uh, mm -hmm. discount code, yeah, I was waiting. And as soon as he said it was live, I tested it, and it does work. Yeah, yeah. Now I often post once our show goes live, and we're not banned on Twitter. They do have the video going on Twitter. And I'll, I'll uh, do a, like a response to it, and I'll include some people. And I always include our good friend Darla Shine, who you know Darla well because <laughs> I, she produced I her noticed, show. I noticed yeah. that yeah, she, she kind of um, scolded you there for a second. Right. I'm like, she says, and I love you, Darla, because you're so great. You're a super yeah, fan as well, so. and a supporter of the show, and we thank you for that. Uh, but she says, Robert, you need to get this up before 3 p.m. like, well, first I'm responding to the video clip going out, so I can't. It doesn't go out till it goes out. And then soon thereafter, I then respond and say, hey, we're on the air. And I go at whoever, you know, some of the key people that I think should know about the show. And maybe they'll share it. Most people don't share it. But, hey, what the heck? I'm trying. Right. So I said, I, I think I responded to Darla. Did you see that? No, I didn't see the response. Yeah. I, I, let me see if I can find my response because I did it while we were on the air. So I said to Darla because she says, Robert, you need to get this up before 3 p.m. And I asked her, I said, hey. How is your availability to be the social manager, social media manager for the RSB show? Mm -hmm. We've been waiting for so long. And so she hasn't responded to that yet. Yeah. <laughs> she probably won't. Yeah. Anyway, I try. Darla's awesome. We love you, Darla. Thank She's you. got all kinds of great ideas. She does. Yeah. We just, we just, we only have so many arms and legs Dude, and, and exactly. brain cells <laughs> to point in, the, in those directions. It's still amazing Arg. to me what we get done in the midst of everything. So thank you all. Now, our AMA is coming up on the 27th, the Saturday, the 27th of August. And it'll be a noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And I'd love to have you be part of it. If you're not already a patron supporter, come on, join in as well as five bucks a month. And we have a lot of fun, a lot of Q&A, get to know it. It's a great family community that's that's uh, been developing. And for those of you in the chat room, you know how it is. Many of you are supporters and join us there. We have a lot of fun. So tomorrow we have Jonathan E. Mord already in the can. It's a great, great discussion. Another one. And uh, we'll be heading into Autism One. We're going to honor Ed Oranga tomorrow. So, uh, and then my plan is to be live from Autism One on Friday. We might be flexible on the start time earlier or later. I'm not sure, Super Don. I've got to look at when I'm supposed to speak or something, but hopefully it doesn't conflict. <laughs> and we'll figure out Friday's show. But the plan is to do a full Friday show. Hopefully okay. I get some more recordings from the event. I know we have a special guest from Australia that will be on Sunday's radio broadcast that we're going to get a really powerful update from what's been going on since our last update in Australia. So we've never had her on before. She's really cool. 
Yep. And uh, and then back Monday. But that's the update. Anything else to go over before we wrap it up? Because I've got I've got a pack. I've got to do this video yeah. shoot. There's a lot going on. No, that's it. So uh, yeah, Emord tomorrow. We'll do an encore for the uh, second hour. I'll come up with something. Mm -hmm. and um then back uh live from autism one on friday and um yeah appreciate you guys tuning in have yourself a great day you know it's funny every day i say the same thing but it just happens mm -hmm. to work out that way i'm looking at my mm -hmm. my, my clock here with the, the temperature it shows the temperature and the humidity every day yeah. at the end of the show it's 81 degrees in here i don't know why that's just what it just it's your body degrees. heat that gets it there well, it's because it is, uh, let's see what it is outside. Mm -hmm. I have no AC in here. It's 95 outside, so, you know. Time to open up the, the, the door and let the cool air in. But thanks again, guys, for tuning in. And uh, remember, if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, just text RSB to 22828. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, newsletters and upcoming By the events way, and all that stuff going on. I will have loads of copper and silver shots that I'll be pouring. Or you'll pour yourself. I might do self-service, too, at Autism One. So come on down and get some silver and copper shots, freebies. Cool. And, and join me there. The bar will be open all weekend. <laughs> and I don't check IDs. And you don't need a designated driver. Yeah, yeah. you'll be okay drinking the copper hydrosol. Anyway, thanks, y'all, all right. for being here. See you. Off sort of see you tomorrow. But, yeah, we have a new show with Emore tomorrow and one bonus round hour. And then uh, back live Friday at Autism One. Have a good day.